0: Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life? Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. You got them all hot? Bye. Welcome to, Welcome to the dumbest, dumbest part of, part of your
1: day. day. Bye. This is Common Man and T-Bone
0: So that's right. I'll give you one million doll hairs. You know what? Someone's going to try to collect on that, and you're going to have to
2: find a head from a doll and try to get the hair off. I don't know what a doll is. I know what a doll is. Doll. You say it weird. I say it like I say it. Doll. D O L. -L. Well, where I I grew up,
0: that's not how people said it. Doll. Hey, man, do I get a doll? How you doing? Man. Is that how Chicago people talk? I didn't know that. 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 Where I grew up, that's how people say it.
1: Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka, do You want to sack? The guy is drunk. Whoa! back. Watch your
3: profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah!
1: This is Man and Bone.
3: <laughs> Happy
0: Thursday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. You know what's back today, Bone? Oh, I do know what's back today. It's back because you wanted it back, or enough of you wanted it back. It is the Bone of Education making its triumphant return today, top of the 4 o'clock hour. Bone is going to teach us things. What are we learning today, Boner? Well, you know, I thought we would start off the Bone of Education, the
2: new season of Bone of Education, by actually talking about things we don't know. So I'm going to give you a few things that science has said. We've studied it. Oh, we, smart people don't know. Smart people don't you know. You and I don't well, no, know. We don't anything. know. That's why we're doing bone of education. But I thought let's let's explore a few different things that sciences scientists are very aware of. They have studied them and they've still said we're not sure what's going on there. Because I'm fascinated by common things that people see every day or do every day, and we have no explanation for it. So we're going to start with that
0: uh degenerate t-bone is coming up at 4 48 it is, is would you rather thursday all t-bone hour in the four o'clock hour that's I right guess. i'll just go poop Man, i didn't uh i have an urge i didn't consider that i guess till just now right before i walked in the studio i told teddy i said teddy we have a problem oh no got a little poo poo coming oh no we have to maybe tag timmy in for sure. a segment yeah
2: bring him in that's fine anyway you well know is is timmy opposed to being our relief poo host is I don't that... think he's opposed to it. Okay, just have him just I mean, he's just pop doing in.
0: updates and getting ready for Buckeye basketball tonight, but sure.
2: But I'm saying Timmy is the type of guy where you could wake Tim out of a dead sleep and say, Timmy, let's talk about what's going to happen with the Blue Jackets this season. And Tim would give you his number one best effort that he can at 3 a.m., if you stuck a microphone in front of his face. He would do everything he could to, to try to make that work. What would be the signal for that? Would
0: Teddy have to go out in the hallway and just start going, two, two? Yeah. He does that. He touches his uh, forearm. Maybe the forearm goes. Pulls on his ear. Goes sort of through like his, a, his other hand.
2: Yeah. Like this. Yeah. I, I'm on the radio. What's you the can't motion see what you're I'm doing? doing it's a it's a fist I'm going fisting, through. and I'm going a fist, through the
0: other. A fist going through a thing.
2: Yeah. That's <laughs> There's lots of ways you could go with that. You got well. You know what though? I don't
0: think I'm going to have the fist. I think I'm going to have the oh oh the the squirts. Oh oh, I think it's squirty. So it's more like fireworks. You give (sighs) the fireworks sign in the
2: air. Okay. Well, you know what we could just do is just two. Well, that's what I originally said. Right? I said two's fine, and then you just went on with it because we don't even have one right now.
0: No, because here's the difference. If you go out
2: and say one to Timmy Hall right now, he's not going to know what that means. But if you say two.
0: We that that could be a little easier to get because everybody knows what number two is. Here's the difference, though, is if you have the the loose and it's fireworks and it's yeah yeah you know pee pee out of the butt. Okay, right. <laughs> we all get what you're saying. You don't have to keep. It's going. more uncomfortable for me, but it's a quicker wipe. You know what I mean? It's quicker. So Tim won't have to be that's in here as long. One of if my favorite a, punk bands, Quicker White. If it's, a, well, here's another good one, Smeary Log. Oh, God. oh Lord. That's going to take me a while. Oh, Lord. I may need a half a roll of toilet paper for the Smeary Log. By the way,
2: we forgot to do this yesterday, and it seems right now is about the most appropriate time to do it. Congratulations to the Smeary Log himself sitting next to me on 18 years in this building doing this kind of stuff. Good for you, buddy.
4: He's just a common man.
2: We didn't get to bring that up yesterday. but uh, Why would it has, we bring it up? Well, I would have brought it up if I had remembered, but I'm stupid. But you've been doing that type of thing for 18 years, and somehow we still work here. So congratulations to you for I that. I think that says more about the people than it does about me. That's true. It does. Our, we have a, a great audience here in Columbus who likes to hear you talk this about it.
0: Well, this is what I say to my wife all the time when she looks at me after whatever I've said. And she says, you're a
4: terrible person.
0: Well, you married me. <laughs> I, I know I'm a terrible person, but you chose to spend the rest of your life with me. Mm-hmm. I am terrible talking about smeary logs, but you people are listening to me right now. So what's that say about you? That's exactly right. Now, can we talk more about the uh, easier wipe? Don't you feel? I agree. You're the, right. The looser the stool, the easier the wipe? <laughs> Viva la stool. um <laughs>
2: Unless, well, now there's two. I, I don't want to get any more detailed. Unless it's... Well, you brought it back
0: up. I was going to move on. Talk about Antonio Brown's smeary law. All right, fine. Go ahead. We can do that. All right. We'll 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 move on here. Antonio Brown uh, says his reaction on Sunday was a result of a cover-up by the Bucs. oh Yes, says that he was hurt and Bruce Arians knew it. And Bruce Arians told him to get out of here when Antonio Brown says, my ankle hurts, I can't play coach. Bruce Arians looked at him and said, get out, and made a throat-slashing gesture. All right, let's discuss this. And look, the Florios of the world are going to have their own hot takes because they always have to swim against the current, I guess. Right. right. could there be something to what Antonio Brown is saying? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe Bruce Arians is a terrible person. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, horrible organization. And they knew he was injured and says, I don't care. You got to do what's best for the team, not for yourself. Now get out out there. There is a possibility that did occur. Is it a great possibility? That's up for you to decide. But I don't know why Antonio Brown at this point in his antic-laden career gets the benefit of the doubt for anything.
2: Yeah, I I don't know either because so Antonio Brown basically said I had an ankle injury. I tried to play through the pain. I got injected with a painkiller, but I was in so much pain. I just sat down on the bench and said, I can't play. I can't go out there and do this. And then he claims that's when Bruce Arians or one of the other coaches came up to him and said, what's wrong with you? Get out there. And he said, it's my ankle. But he knew that it was well documented, according to Antonio Brown. And then he said, "I was ordered to get off the field." And he said, "You right. are done." Or, again, all of that sounds like a thing that could have happened. Which is like, why aren't you getting out there, Coach? My ankle hurts. All right. Well, if you're hurt, then go in the locker room or and go, go get it taken in, go care in of. the
0: medical tent. Right. Yeah, go get somewhere. That's and get the it, first step. See how you're doing. You go in the medical tent. The doctors tend to you if whatever needs to be accomplished can't be accomplished out there then they send you back to the locker room but it's very uncommon for an injured player just to stand there or sit there and pout well right that is not the way it's done also not another problem of, with all of this is that
2: there is a little bit of a contractual issue going on here because according to a bunch of reports Antonio Brown had you know he has an incentive laden contract that basically says you got to make a certain number of touchdown catches or regular catches or whatever to be able to reach certain milestones on your contract. He is apparently according to some of the, you know, back current stuff here. He was more or less frustrated by that. And apparently his agent had reached out and said, Hey, given that he missed a few games this year, let's not explore why. Cause uh, that would look bad for my client. But can we get these incentives for the last couple of weeks? Can we get prorated guarantees on the
0: incentives yes, even though he earned those weeks. incentives
2: yeah and it would probably amount
0: to a few hundred grand at most right i mean two million I'm, I'm sh- is what they said oh two million two million for just two weeks worth of guarantees well, i guess they wanted the rest of the incentives picked up for the remainder of the season oh well that too. that i could see being different yeah but the way i initially understood it was it was
2: just for the last couple of weeks if it's for the whole year that's ridiculous anyway yeah in the in the bucks rightfully so said no you didn't hit the gold that's why their are incentive late contracts sorry and so, then, at that point, because of that, there was a little more with the "I want targets." Yes, I Yes, this started see the ball, to become an issue, and that's what led. So, is it an injury related thing? Possibly. Could it be that he got mad because he wasn't getting the ball as much as he thought he should? And it wasn't because he necessarily just wanted it because he wanted to be a better player or to help the team win. It was because he was looking to get more money. That could be too. I can see all of that flying into this, right? probably not a one or the other thing there it's probably a bunch of that but the reality is you don't what part of any of that mike excuses throwing your uniform off and then you know running around like an idiot Nothing. as you leave the field and waving at the fans and all that stuff i i don't that's that is a lot different than your coach saying go in the locker room and get treatment if you are not feeling up to it and maybe he's saying you should know i already took a painkiller why are you asking me to go take another one i don't want to do that i'm too hurt to play then I could also see a coach saying, "Fine, in that case, go in and put street clothes on, and you're out of the game. That's fine too. I just need to know what you're doing."
0: Then today, there was some more bizarre, hey, bazier. <laughs> bizarre stuff with Antonio Brown going on social media and calling out Tom Brady's personal trainer. What's his name? Alex Guerrero? Is that I his think name? that's right. Yes. So Antonio Brown Brown can't talk today. It's all no, right. Smeary luck. Antonio Brown. Goes on social media and says, Brady's guy, Guerrero, charging me a hundred K, never doing the work on me. How you even work with people like this? This is what I'm dealing with, right? And so he then shared a screenshot of, you know, Antonio Brown saying, I want my hundred thousand dollars back, essentially, well, actually, that I gave he, you. He said,
2: he said, if we're not going to work anymore, that's fine. Let me know about the 100000 I paid you. Only fair to get back half my money. Let me know how to proceed. And so then Alex Carrero replied, good morning, AB. I appreciate you reaching out. Completely understand you want to go in a different direction. Thank you for the opportunity to work together. You're a wonderful person. I hope for your continued success on and off the field. Please let me know where you want me to send the balance. Big hugs, my friend. Right. <laughs> And, that, and, that is called excellent customer service. Yeah, is what I, look, not, Alex, Guerrero, Alex is Guerrero may be a, a creepy, yes. weird guy, right? Yes. But
0: you know, Antonio Brown saying, hey, I'm not on your, your buddy's team anymore, so I don't want to, I don't want to have to pay you $100,000. Give me the money back. Alex Guerrero says, yes, sir, my friend. Where, where would you like me to send it? <laughs> and this is apparently an issue with Antonio Brown, which, look, Antonio Brown may be a selfish diva wide receiver but you and i have been saying this for years now at this point this is a person with serious problems yeah he needs some help he needs some medical attention i'm not saying that to be you know funny or sarcastic or anything like that i'm telling you i said the same thing about dennis rodman for years when you know tmz would follow dennis rodman around and he would say something ridiculous and can you believe what he said Ha! ha." yeah i can because this dude needs some help This dude has serious psychological issues, and I think Antonio Brown is on that same level. Yeah, well, you know what it would be an
2: equivalent to, is if there's like a great actor who has a drinking problem, a severe drinking problem, and but that that actor's great at the box office and always draws the big numbers, and so these studios keep hiring that actor and putting them in situations where they're going to be around alcohol and they're going to have problems. Like... That Like, everybody ignoring that this person is a drunk or has an issue with alcoholism, however you want to phrase that, obviously, it's a problem that needs to be addressed. And instead of helping that person, they enable that person. That's what the NFL has done with Antonio Brown over the last few years. They've enabled a guy who needs to get some help and needs to be told, until you get this figured out, man, it's really going to be hard for us to work with you. Instead, everyone benefited off of him as much as they could until... He got worse and worse and worse. I'm not trying to paint him as a victim. I'm saying there's more than one person to blame for how Antonio Brown's career has worked
0: out, right? No, I know, but now he's going after the people that have had his back the most. Well, right. right but I'm, Bruce I, Arians had his yeah. back. Tom Brady had his back. You think Tom Brady's going to be friends with him now? Maybe. I don't know. But I know. I, I guess what Alex I'm saying Guerrero's is... Guerrero's his best friend. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I still can't understand that text message. Sends the nicest text message ever and gets, I can't believe this. This is good customer service. What is this? Like, <laughs> this is what I'm dealing with. Is he- <laughs> They're all against me. Is that what he's not aware of? Because Antonio Brown is famous for not paying people after do they do work for him and... He doesn't know what it's like when someone's like, okay, you want your money back? How do I send it to you? He's yeah, he like, this is so wrong bizarre. With I
0: don't know what he's talking about. The NFL wants to make sure teams behave themselves. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
3: Fan traffic. From the Meisters Bar Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. You'll find the ramp from I-71 south to I-70 that is blocked due to an accident. Traffic is being diverted along downtown split. Please be very careful over here. It will remain closed until further notice, and traffic is stop and go in that area as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Raise your hand if you like burritos. Put a Taco Bell $2 beefy melt burrito in that hand. Season B for the three cheese blend. Put another beefy melt burrito in the other hand. You're welcome. At participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time, price and participation may vary. Tax extra. Only Ray with fan traffic. Be-
4: Talking to my annoying friend Duchess Kumquat, she was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit. A crepula. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Quad and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1 800 Cooling or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust.
0: Dumb. Very dumb. This is Man and Bone. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. One of the prizes you will not win is the $632.6 million Powerball jackpot mm. because two people won it. Good for those two people. Two people, people won. I hope it's a listener of this show. <laughs> Probably not, because one ticket was sold in California, the other one in Wisconsin. I mean, you never know. Maybe they listen on the app. It could be. We've got listeners from all over the world. We hear from them. Listen on the
2: podcast. Maybe mm-hmm. they catch. Maybe they're going to be hearing this part of the podcast while they're driving around. Probably, I presume, naked in a Lamborghini. Sure, celebrating all their winnings. When you Win that
0: amount of money, your clothes fly off. They fly off, and you instantly have a Lamborghini. You don't even have to go to the dealership. They you just walk right drop in the grocery store house. naked. Yeah. Like, sir, put your clothes on. You don't understand. Here's my winning Powerball ticket. I don't oh, well you know then go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Free to roam naked. Powerball winner. I could buy this whole store if I wanted to. Uh, the NFL has issued a warning to teams they could lose a draft pick and face significant fines if club representatives conduct themselves unprofessionally in interviews with draft prospects. In a memo obtained by ESPN that was sent to clubs yesterday... The league said a team would forfeit a draft pick between the first and fourth rounds and be fined a minimum $150,000 if it's determined a club representative displayed conduct that is disrespectful, inappropriate, or unprofessional during interviews. This apparently has been an issue because the league would not be acting if it weren't, right? We've heard the stories in the past, and you know I think Des Bryant maybe has the most famous story where he said in his interview interview, when he was, you know, about to be drafted, someone asked him if his mother was indeed a prostitute. It was uh, Dolphins GM Jeff
2: Ireland who did that. Yeah. And I, I, there's, it doesn't make any sense, right? Like it's uh, it's a weird thing, but you know what? Falcons coach Dan Quinn at the time, he asked Eli Apple about his sexual preference. Like that's right. That's right. And I had forgotten about that, but there's, there's lots of things like that that are just, Bizarre because in no other workplace are you allowed to ask those things, right? You're not allowed to ask anything about that when you go get a regular old job. So I know people will say, well, the NFL is different. It's not a regular old job. Yeah, it isn't. But if you go work for an NFL team, they do have HR departments. Like, Yeah. I mean, there's certain things in the United States you can't do as an employer. Doesn't matter if you're an NFL team or you know, Chuck E. Cheese or wherever you work. It doesn't matter. Like, there's certain things you can't do based on our laws. So I don't blame the NFL at all for saying uh, we don't want that happening. What I find interesting about all this, though, Mike, is we talked about Dan Snyder yesterday. Remember that the NFL, when we say that, that is just the owners represented by Roger Goodell, and then there's a league office and all that. But it's not as if the owners are all like, What? No, like the majority of the owners are like yeah we can't have idiots in our organizations saying things like this we try to make sure that doesn't happen but we want everyone to agree that they're not going to do that either i wonder why they can't get together on other things like dan snyder having his stadium literally fall apart i don't know i have no idea or all the other dumb things that have happened with that organization slash terrible things I just I wish the owners had more motivation. Like this is good. This I'm saying this is a good step they're doing to try to be a more professional organization overall. Good. How then do you justify the Washington football team the way they've
0: handled themselves over the last decade or so? The NFL also doing away with the Wonderlick test. Teams are free to issue tests like that if they want to, but that was standard issue by the league mm. was the Wonderlick test and they've decided we don't need to do that anymore.
2: I would also wonder, again, did they Did they say why they're doing away with it? Cause is it? Does it have to do with the fact that the majority of teams are like, yeah, we really don't care about that? Or is that just there's something else to it? I don't know. But I would guess there's at least a decent amount of teams who probably say, yeah, if you get rid of the Wonderlick it doesn't bother us. It's no problem. Well, it
0: probably doesn't give them any real information. No. Right? I, I mean, we do this all the time. Whenever there's a guy who scores really high on the Wunderlich test and he turns out to be a bum... Or a guy who scores really low on the Wonderlick test that turns out to be the greatest quarterback of all time. They're saying it's a waste of time. We're not learning anything from this. Instead, they'll bring in Scott Housen and he'll ask everybody if you were a tree, which tree would you be? And they'll use that. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, an oak tree. Why is that? Oh, that's, I, had a,
2: I had a manager once at one of my office jobs. He did the, and I, I didn't realize it was from this, but if you've heard of The Wolf of Wall Street or seen that movie, there's that scene where he says, Sell me this pen. Yeah. And I didn't know that was his thing, but I was in this, this was to work at a call center. It was not a sales position. And I sat down, and they said, I want you to sell me this pen. And I'm like, uh, Okay. Uh, do you need a pen? And they're like, Yes. And I'm like, well, then you should buy mine. Like, why? I think Vince McMahon like, used to this, do something like that too. Like, I don't know why to, we're
0: doing that. What does this matter? He used to make people like interview a mop or a broom, oh. something like that.
2: Why? Well, yeah, I mean, I know that I know there are some jobs where yes, like that even. Yeah, you're sometimes going to have to stand there and talk to a roided out wrestler who, when you say, "What do you think about your big match coming up this weekend at SummerSlam?" and they're going to be like, oh, "I think it's going to be great." back of you, and you're just like, oh no, I have to do three more minutes with this mop. Like I get maybe even that, but sometimes people who run giant corporations or big teams or whatever, they just want to feel important and they want to feel like they're Thinking outside of the box. Sometimes you're able to just go. This is the job. Can you do it? Hey, look, you put up eight thousand yards in college
0: in one season, and you run over everyone you've ever played against. We think you're the number one pick. Well, that's that's the thing. Is like if if only we had more resources to figure out what type of player you were. (laughs) Oh, we have oodles and oodles of tape that we can watch. Yeah, at least to defend that guy who hired me at the call center.
2: I didn't have four years of tape. Yeah, uh, it's like oh man, this guy's this guy's a three star
0: customer service representative. (laughs) Out of Rancho Cucamonga. <laughs> right. You'd think maybe that would be more important than, can you? Well, what kind of tree would you be? Aaron Rodgers calls a member of the media a bum. We'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on The
3: Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meisters Bar Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. You'll find the ramp from I-71 southbound to I-70 eastbound that is still blocked due to an accident. Traffic is being diverted west along the downtown split. Please be careful. You might want to avoid this whole area if possible. Traffic is heavily delayed. Striving is sponsored by Taco Bell. Raise your hand if you like burritos. Put a Taco Bell $2 beefy mal burrito in that hand. Season B for the free cheese blend. Put another beefy mal burrito in the other hand. You're welcome. And participate in Taco Bell stores for a limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Tax extra. I'm Leanna with fan traffic.
0: As I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust.
1: Getting fatter and angrier
0: by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. The return of Bone of Education. Coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Degenerate T-Bone. At 4.48, why am I even here? <laughs> it's all Bone all the time. Would you rather in the 5 o'clock hour, send in your would you rather tweets. At manandbone 971. So Aaron Rodgers, the king of I don't care, but let me tell you how much I care, decided to do it again. Now, Hub Arkish, who is a longtime NFL guy, he is the publisher of Pro Football Weekly, if you've ever seen that. Back in the day, there was a, a print edition.
2: Yeah, right.
0: I don't know if they still have that, but you know he's been around forever. Bald. Wears a Harrison Ford-like earring. At least he used to. Let him live. Now I gotta look up a picture. He came out and he was on Chicago Sports Radio a couple days ago and said, I, I'm a AP MVP voter, but I made up my mind before the season, I'm not going to vote for Aaron Rodgers because I, I hate him and he's a loser and All this stuff. He's the biggest jerk in the NFL, is what he said. Mm. So, look, we can debate how stupid that is. We will. But Aaron Rodgers, of course, was asked about it during his media availability. And here's what Aaron Rodgers had to say about Hub Arkish. I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. He doesn't know me. I don't know who he is. Nobody knew who he was, probably, until yesterday's comments. I listened to the comments. But to say he had his mind made up in the summertime, in the off season, that I had zero chance of winning MVP, in my opinion, should exclude future votes. His problem isn't with me being a bad guy or the biggest jerk in the league. He doesn't know me. His problem is that I'm not vaccinated. So if he wants to go on a crusade and collude and come up with an extra letter to put on the award just for this season and make it the most valuable vaccinated player, you know he thought of that. A couple days before. Oh, yeah. He was just waiting to throw that in there. Uh-huh. Then he yeah. should do that. But he's a bum, and I'm not going to waste any time worrying about that stuff. See, that's why I hate Aaron Rodgers. Uh, at the end, he always says that type He's always got to say it. it's like, I don't care. I don't spend time worrying about it. Let me tell you how much I worry about it. Well, here's,
2: here's the thing, though, because I brought this up on Twitter today, and I said, guy who doesn't care about it spent 10 minutes. I thought it was on a podcast. It was his weekly press conference, which I thought was on the Pat McAfee show, but apparently he also does media availability now. Good for him. Anyway, he, he spends all this time answering that question, and a few people said to me, well, what's he supposed to do? He got asked about it. Yeah. And you know what you can say is, ah, you know what, man, you guys write about that stuff. I don't really care. I don't care about postseason awards. I don't care about legacy. That's all for you guys. I'm a, I'm out there to win football games. I care about that locker room. I don't even know this guy, but yeah, I don't end. care. The like end. if you said it more in that vein of I just don't care. I didn't even really hear it, but I really don't care, guys. I don't. I don't really want to talk about it. That would be a lot different than saying this guy's a bum. He sucks. And you know what? Both have the same
0: effect because the first way you're still cutting his balls off. Yeah, you're saying you don't even matter enough for me to comment. Yeah. Instead it now
2: this is the thing I don't understand with the guys who say, I don't like all this drama and then say, now let me add to this drama. I don't I don't get that. If you don't like the drama, then why are you doing this? Right? Like why are you taking this out and saying, I, I bet it did rub him the wrong way. And and full disclosure, you know my thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. I thought he's a li I think he's a liar, and I think he should he handled that whole thing wrong with the vaccination thing. But I also think he is one of the two or three best players every year in the NFL. There is no question in my mind that he is a finalist for the MVP, if not the outright MVP of the league. You can't argue with the play on the field. So Hub Arkish has it wrong, in my opinion, to say, I don't care what he did on the field. I'm not voting for him because of some other thing. I think that's weird and dumb. But that's, that's for me and you to give opinions on. I think Aaron Rodgers having an opinion on it is also, it's just funny. When the guy says, "I don't care," I don't care. Let me tell you how. Let much me I tell care. you all
0: the things I care about. Okay, I agree. I think Habarkish is stupid. Now, for what it's worth, he came out today and apologized for saying, you know, that he's the biggest jerk in the league. Well, it, did you see? Did you see what his apology technically was? No, I saw the headline. What did it say? So he said,
2: "I I am sorry for some of the childish things I said." Okay, but then he went on to say one of the re- the biggest reason he's apologizing. Is not because of what he said about Rodgers, but because he failed to respect the cardinal rule of voting, which is not disclosing what you're going to do prior to the vote. Because he didn't want to put the other 49 voters in the AP poll. He didn't want to put them in a weird spot where they either had to agree with him or disagree with him or defend the comments or blast the comments or whatever. All right. So he's not, he's apologizing. He's not to sorry the, for
0: thinking that he's apologizing for
2: saying he's apologize. And he's apologizing to all the other people he works with, not necessarily Aaron Rodgers. So this is all just a bunch of guys who don't care, except they
0: do care. They're going to tell you how much they don't care, but they say they care. Look, I think it's stupid too. You're either great or you're not great, right? We've had this discussion about the the baseball hall of fame. Kurt Schilling's probably going to make it in the Hall of Fame this year even though he wants to not be on the ballot anymore. Okay. Right. Yeah. But I've always said I don't think Kurt Schilling is a Hall of Famer. But it's not because I hate him personally, which I do. Yeah. I just don't think he's warrant warrant he warrants being a Hall of Famer based, based on, on his numbers. Right. Not based on the fact that I don't like him personally. I, Guys who hold personal agendas should not be voting. For these awards. Can I tell you the other
2: side of that? That would also it's the other side of that is much more warm and fuzzy, but it's also wrong in my opinion. And that is if someone does not have the resume to be in like keeping someone out who has the resume, but is a jerk is wrong. Letting someone in who doesn't have the resume, but you just really like the guy and everyone really likes the guy. And they kind of overlooked the fact that this guy wasn't that good. That I think is wrong too. I mean, as far as wrong in the sports sense, what are we doing? If you have a Hall of Fame, if you have an MVP, if you have a whatever, a college football poll, it can't be based on your personal feelings about... There's got to be people who vote for Ohio State every week or Alabama every week and go, man, I hate that school. I do not like them because they win all the time. I wish they would lose. But they're one of the four best teams, so mm-hmm. I'm going to put them in the top four. Like, I, I just... You have to get aside from your personal feelings about people. If you're going to be in these dumb sports competitions and votes, then you have
0: to make it about the sport. And if you don't want to put aside your personal feelings, then don't vote. Host a stupid talk show like we do. <laughs> or <laughs> or all, all, we do all we do is talk about our personal
2: feelings. Right. I Yes, I, I will say like if we had a vote in some of this, it would make it a little tougher to do this. Because then you'd have to say, well, I don't want someone to give backlash thinking I'm You know, talking about the Heisman race, if you're a Heisman voter, and you continually trash one of
0: the people in the Heisman running. That's not really fair to the award. That's probably why you shouldn't take that gig. The NFL is apparently exploring contingency plans for the Super Bowl in the event Los Angeles has health protocols that make it impossible to hold the game and all the events leading up to it. Dallas is the place that they're looking at. Because they know the state of Texas will not get in the way. Los Angeles people are saying the Super Bowl is happening and this is a non-story. Don't worry about it. We'll make sure it happens. The NFL. And look, the NFL's got to do what they got to do. They're running a business. If you're going into an area that's not necessarily business-friendly for what you want to do, you have to explore other opportunities. If Texas is there saying, we're here, if you need us last minute, then you'd be foolish not to explore it. Yeah. I don't.
2: I don't blame the NFL for having a backup plan, but I didn't think we would be in that spot in 2022. But here we are. That you have to have, have a backup think plan be a for lot of this. things in 2022. I, I know, man. Luke. I know.
0: Whatever. Whatever. In <laughs> I
3: whatever. I have indeed, nothing to say at
2: this I, point. I know, man. What
0: are we doing? Yeah. Uh, Dick Masher fan poll. What will be the result of tonight's basketball slash hockey games? You know, I love questions like this. Your mm-hmm. choices. Buckeyes win, CBJ lose, CBJ win, Buckeyes lose, both win or both lose. Now, before you answer the question, the Jackets are playing the Devils tonight in New Jersey. Buckeyes are on the road for the Hoosiers tonight. Indiana, for what it's worth, lost to Penn State on Sunday. Coverage starts at 6. What's your official prediction for tonight? I'm going to go positive today and say both win. I'll take that too. Rimmer pretty much guaranteed victory <laughs> he, for the well, Jackets on not, his segment he, yesterday. He did say he thought the Jackets I would play much better. Well, it's hard to play worse <laughs> than that's, they had the last two true. games, <laughs> right? Yes. Is but that he also, going out on a limb?
2: No, he brought up the fact that two of the, te- the two teams they were playing, the Canes and the Lightning, are both two of the best teams in the NHL. The uh, Devils are not there. So yeah, I'll the say, Devils,
0: by the way. The, oh, the Devils are poop. They have the same point total as the Columbus Blue Jackets.
2: Yeah, they He's both have 31 points on the they're season. They're not, they're not the world beaters that uh, the. Well, again, yeah, but the Lightning, oh, Lightning came team in. The oh, Lightning came God. in on a three-game skid right before they played the Jackets. Oh, so, they were desperate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if they're a good team, they were desperate. If they're a bad team, they should be beat. Yeah, I know. It's it's a tough deal.
0: Another example of how coaches and players see the game differently than fans is coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on
3: the Fan. Van Traffic. From the Meisters Bar Traffic Center...
5: Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of Route 315 southbound of 4 King Avenue. Traffic is stop and go from Lane Avenue in this area and still continues to build. You'll also find an accident has cleared from 71 southbound at Greenlawn Avenue, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Allstate. Looking to save money this year? Look at Allstate. You can get the protection you need at the low rates you want. With Allstate, you can lower your rates, not your expectations. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
1: barely famous incredibly stupid this is common man and t-bone
0: hello would you rather is coming up in the five o'clock hour send in your would you rather tweets at man and bone 971 common man and t-bone brought to you by hinder motorsports here on the fan song of the day is coming up later and i just want to mention song of the day is just for Panama Ted today. Oh, I'm excited Ooh. about what that could be then. I'm excited. I think excited. I've got some ideas All of what right. that will be. For Teddy. Yeah. I
6: like
2: it. Probably some Foo Fighters, right? Thanks for
6: ruining <laughs> the song of the day. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I don't know. Maybe it's Motley Crue. I, don't know.
0: I was hoping it was more the Motley Crue, but... Yeah. Sure, it is, it is Foo, 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 Foo Fighters. Foo oh, Fighters is also man. great. We were talking about Foo Fighters, yeah, and that's what... you were reading Dave Grohl's book, so I thought yeah. I would throw in my favorite foo song
2: that's hmm. still it still blows my mind that that guy has been in so many amazing bands and and has guest spotted on others that are like good albums he's just played the drums on or laid down some guitar riffs on a on an album for another band and this guy never learned how to read music no doesn't want to does it all by memory Need to well and, he, and i've heard him talk about playing the drums for example and he just talks about how it's all about feel and you just, you, you go in there and, and he can he can tell you exactly what he wants to do, but if you said, here, note that out for
0: me on a little piece of paper. He can't do it. He was telling a story about how his uh, his daughter, when she became a certain age, came to him and said, Dad, can you teach me how to play the drums? And he said, he was all excited at first, saying, I was hoping this day would come. Yeah. I wasn't pressuring right. her, but I was hoping it would come. And then when he sat down, he realized he had no idea how to teach her how to play the drums. <laughs> It's just like you kind of hear. He never had one lesson. That's it's so amazing. He never had any music instruction. That is just
2: that's incredible to me. I I imagine the amount of talent. But you know what? It's interesting because there's probably somewhere that someone would look at his aptitude as a kid and say, "Well, that kid will never make it as a musician. He can't read music." And it's like. No, he he actually ended up being one of the best musicians of all time, or at least one of the most successful. Whatever you want to say well, about that, right? That right. Those one things most, are not mutually exclusive. One of the but, most successful, yeah. Technically proficient, I don't know if you want to call him that, but one of the most successful of all time, sure. And yet, if if there was an analytics draft looking at that him, that guy would have had no chance. They would have. They would have said, "This guy can't even read music. Don't even draft him. Undraftable. Can't seventh round. Like they, no one would. Dave Grohl." Would have said like ah no don't put him in your
0: band he can't play and then it turns out he played in two of the two of the biggest bands of all time. I blew my daughter's mind last weekend. She's about to turn five, and she you know what she likes all the music that I like. She loves Nirvana, yeah, and she loves the Foo Fighters more than I love the Foo Fighters. Oh, she good. loves yeah. Foo Fighters and Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think if she could pick her two favorite oh, bands, go. it would be those two bands, but. We were sitting there, we were listening to Foo Fighters, and I said to her, I said, you know, Nirvana? She goes, yeah, I love Nirvana. You know Dave, who's singing this song right now, played drums in Nirvana. The look on her face is if Santa Claus was right there and did a magic trick for her. (laughs) She couldn't have been more amazed that Foo Fighters guy was in Nirvana, right? She loved it. Well,
2: you should tell her that that also blows my mind every time I think about it. I, and I don't know how you can. I actually don't know how you can be Dave Grohl and walk around and not be like, I was in Nirvana and now I'm in the Foo Fighters. Like, how do you not just walk around all the time, go like, Do you all realize what's going on here? I'm
0: awesome. He tells this story about how he uh, he always wanted to meet Little Richard. Oh yeah, sure. He wanted to meet Little Richard. Little Richard, sort of, you know, father of rock and roll. Some people think. And he was standing at an airport. One day. And some guy came up to him and said, excuse me, I read in an interview that you've always wanted to meet Little Richard. Is that true? He said, yes, it is. He says, well, Little Richard's my dad. Oh. And he's in that car right there. Would you like to go say hello to him? That is crazy. And so he says he walks over to this car. Little Richard has no idea who the hell he is. Sure. You know, being Little Richard, like, oh, hello, David. Are you a musician, too? Which (laughs) bands are you in? (laughs) I was in a band called Nirvana, now I'm in the Foo Fighters. Oh, good for you. I'm glad it's working out for you. Here's an autographed picture. That's <laughs>
2: incredible, right? Where you, sur- I mean, I don't, know, I don't know if you would say that he certainly wouldn't. I don't know if you would say Nirvana or the Foo Fighters have surpassed Little Richard as far as musical influence or power well, over all, the right. genre. It's, it's all, all subjective, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah but i there there has to be at least a few people that would say by far dave grohl has surpassed anything little richard may have attributed well, to right. him if you're comparing bank accounts i'm well, quite right. sure he surpassed him. but it's it's really great that little richard is still like yeah i know i'm i'm the bleep so i don't need to bow down to you or anybody else, because I know what I did was hot. Right, I know what I did was great. So, anything else you're doing is awesome. I'm proud of what I did, and I don't really care about what you're doing. That's kind of cool.
0: Just to tell you, that again, that coaches and players have a different perspective on the game than fans. I guess it's going around that Jags fans are going to show up for their season finale dressed as clowns. Yeah. They're going to go to the game dressed as clowns. This has made it Back to the players and the coaches. Daryl Bevel took over for Urban. He's the interim head coach. He was asked about, hey, man, we, what do you think about people showing up to the game on Sunday dressed like clowns? And he said, I mean, I don't know what they're talking about very much, but I do understand the frustration they have. You know, I mean, there's a level of frustration here within the building. The players are frustrated. We're frustrated with what's going on. We want to be better as well. The fact that he says, I don't know what they're talking about that much. Right. In his mind, he's saying, yeah, we've had a tough season. What of it? But right. Right. in the Jags fans' mind, they're saying, no, it's been, by and large, 10 years of being the worst team in the NFL. Minus and, like one year where... Well, that might one have been, year when they went to the AFC Championship yes, game, against the Steelers. Right? right, but you take that away, terrible. Worst team in the NFL. Yeah. And the fans are saying, this is not a Daryl Bevel issue. This is not even a 2021, 2022 issue. This has been going on for years. We're going to try and make a statement. It's more of a statement towards ownership of this team. Yeah. that's. I, I, I
2: wish players and coaches understood that more that, like, when the Browns fans went up and did the 0 16 parade, it was. Not necessarily directed at every single player or coach on that team, although certainly some of those players and coaches. Right, it was a bigger issue. It's the fact that this organization has been terribly run ever since it came back or had been,
0: and that was what the fans were responding to. Trevor Lawrence said, I wouldn't do that, but you know, fans feel like they feel. We wanted to win a lot more games, so I get the frustration. Again, it's not about you. Maybe in the future it's about you. Yeah.
2: You know, right? Right now, it's about the fact they're mad that they they hired a dumb coach around to, to bring you into the league, and then that dumb coach made it dramatic for the entire
0: year and ruined your rookie season. Well, and, and we have no faith that our dumb owner's not going to go out and hire another dumb head coach. Yes, and ruin your career completely. Right? If
2: if anything, Trevor Lawrence should be saying, "I hope these I hope these fans get the message through." <laughs>
0: I really hope. I really yeah, hope no everyone kidding. around here gets what they're saying. <laughs> Bone of education coming up next. Common man and T-Bone on the fan.
3: Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident still blocking the left lane of Route 315 southbound before I 78 traffic is stop and go from 670 in this area. This is an injury crash. Please be careful over here. And a disabled vehicle on 71 northbound after Morse Road. Traffic is slow from Cook Road. Traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get a real healthy start to the new year at Fresh Time's biggest sale of the year, January 5th through the 11th. Save 30 percent on over 5,000 vitamins and body care products from immune boosting supplements to nourishing skincare. Fresh Time Market. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic.
0: Like a
1: sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes.
0: Back to Man and Bone. Would You Rather is coming up at 534. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971 uh, Here's some tidbits for you. New York Times has apparently agreed to buy The Athletic for $550 million. It is worth noting The Athletic has never turned a profit, but whatever. Let them live. Well, it
2: has now. at least for the people who (laughs) who who founded it. it. That's right. I I actually was curious. I was telling Teddy, because when this all first started, we said, is that going to work? I mean, you're asking people to subscribe to not necessarily a local newspaper, which might have relevant things to all the stuff in your life, right? Not just sports. And we're not asking you to subscribe to, like, I don't know, some team-centric blog. It's more of a thing that's all this info all around the country, and maybe they will also talk about your favorite team, maybe not. Now, obviously, the Athletic. And their model was, let's hire about every newspaper writer we can find who's either fired or close to retiring or is just really good at their job and we can get them over there. Right? They've got national guys, obviously, like Jason Stark, who we really enjoy. He He's worked there for years. But I always wondered, is that going to justify the subscription cost and and who knows maybe it still doesn't but the overall investment i looked up from a like wall street blog how much how many rounds of investment they got for the athletic all told i think there was about 140 million dollars of investment poured into the athletic over its time uh, and now it's sold for 550 million dollars so if and this is a huge if that we do not know the answer to If their operating costs and their you know income were roughly the same, that means maybe there was a couple hundred million dollar profit for the people who started it. I don't know. Either way, that's a significant amount of money. I don't know what the athletic becomes out of this, though, Mike. Because they trim
0: it down is what it becomes,
2: right? I don't think it. I don't. I think what it becomes is if the New York Times has an expose on some giant sports scandal. It's probably going to be broken by Athletic, the uh, reporters for the Athletic, or it will be featured in a long-form multimedia video piece type of thing for the Athletic. I think that's what you're going to see this turn into over time. I don't think it's just going to be X's and O's, you know,
0: day-in, day-out coverage as much. Well, and it's, you know, how do they do this from a subscription standpoint now? Will they keep it the way it is and operate it separately separately? Where you have your athletic subscription and that's independent from a New York Times subscription. Right. Or are they going to raise the price a little bit and make you subscribe to the Times as well? Or
2: maybe they do away at all if you want to access, yeah, if you want to access the athletic, you have to subscribe to the New York Times. Right. And they do that to get their circulation continuing to build and build and build. I don't know. You ready for
0: Bone of Education? Let's do it. I'm ready. What good is a radio show if it
2: can't teach
1: you about useless things? Here, oh, I've redorculated. Open your minds and unzip your pants, because it's time for Bone of Education.
0: It's back. It went on hiatus, and now it's here again. What are we learning about today, Boner? Well, Mike, you know, I wanted to expand Bone of Education just a little bit. And in
2: years past, when we've done this, we would do a certain subject, usually like humpback whales or right bobby carpenter for example or or we would do like this event in history did you know this thing happened and i will still do plenty of that on bone of education don't you worry but i wanted to add another kind of angle we can go at which is a theme of the day so today's theme on bone of education which we won't do every week but this is one of the weeks we are things we don't know things being scientists So science has taught us a lot. Science knows a lot. They've learned a lot over the years. But there are still lots of common everyday things or at least things that people see every day that they really can't explain. For example, yawning. For years, scientists could not reach a consensus on why we yawn. Now, more recently, they've come to circle around the idea that yawning has to do with a thermoregulatory response for your brain. Thermoregulatory, very... 10 10 cent word for saying heating up or cooling down. Yeah. So you yawn, they believe most likely to cool down your tired brain. Why does that happen late at night? Usually when you're tired? Well, in the evening our brains are the warmest temperature they are all day. So it is not necessarily you're tired, it's that the brain is warm and you're trying to cool it off before you go to bed. And cooling off your brain does actually help you sleep too, they believe. So that's as far as we know about what a yawn is and why your body does it. What we don't know about yawning is, why is it that when I yawn, you suddenly have to yawn? Or many people suddenly will see a yawn and then feel the urge to yawn? Scientists have no idea. PBS NewsHour asked a speech scientist, a sleep neurologist, a neuroethicist, and a neuroscientist who studies brain circuits related to itching why yawns are contagious. They said the evolutionary value of collective yawning remains unknown. Their theory is the closest science has gotten to it at this point is that there was a desire of animals to protect members of its tribe. And so as we developed over time, we learned to mimic the responses of other people or other animals. Right. So, you know, if some animal came back to a group of other animals and was concerned. All the other animals were concerned as well because they learned through survival of the fittest that's probably going to keep you away from danger, right? So we've developed this mimicry in our societies all over the world, and they think that's possibly linked to it? That but when they see, have no idea. They don't know They're for sure. Guessing. Yeah, they have no idea why it's a yard is contagious. Right. Now here's another one that's not like that at all. This is called the devil's cigar mushroom. All right. This is a mushroom species that is in Texas. Scientists have no idea why this certain mushroom, which looks like a long cigar, it's brown, it's kind of you know rigid looking, but then it opens up like a starfish almost when it is in bloom or at certain you know conditions, right? there is only one other place on Earth other than like Texas and parts of Oklahoma where this thing flourishes, and it is in southern Japan. And they have no idea why. It's only those two places. They
0: they have started I don't know it. where it started, where it came well, from? They,
2: well, they, the most they've been able to figure out, Harvard did a, a research project on it, and they published their Harvard's findings. Harvard's got a great
0: mushroom department.
2: <laughs> it's tremendous. He, published by the Harvard University Herb Area. That is a real thing. They do have a great mushroom department, apparently. They said that they were these mushroom populations were separated into two lineages about 19 million years ago. They believe, but other, but they don't know why, and they don't know why they've not been able to flourish anywhere else. They they can't figure it out. But this particular fungus, by the way, if you ever see one, it makes a loud hissing noise, which oh, is man. very rare. Oh, but when it occurs, mushroom, the mushroom hunters in Texas say that is a sign of good luck. It also opens up. And when that happens, uh, there's a cloud of smoke that comes out of it, too. So that's why they call it the devil's cigar, because it literally looks like a cigar with smoke coming out of it right before it blooms and opens up. Uh, that is also a rare occurrence. If you see that, you have good luck, according to not scientists. Um, cat purring. We didn't know for a long time why cats purred or what even caused the noise. They didn't have any clue. They have now come to this conclusion. Science says that the noise comes from within the muscles, within the cat's larynx. As they move, they dilate and constrict the glottis. Ooh, the glottis. The glottis is one of my favorite parts of a cat. Mm -hmm. Always looking for the glottis. Anyway, the part of the larynx that surrounds the vocal cords, that's what the glottis is. The air vibrates every time the cat breathes in or out, and that causes a purr. So now they think they figured out how a purr sound is made by cats. What they do not know is why cats purr. A lot of people, obviously, if you've ever owned a cat or they're around a cat. are happy or
0: content or something oh, we, like we that. Have,
2: we have cats. If you, like at night, if the cat is relaxing and I come up and pet it, you will start hearing, uh, at least one of our cats will start purring like crazy. The other one, not so much. And that's what the scientists are saying is, yes, some cats purr when they seem to be content. Some cats purr when they're scared. Some cats they've studied purr just throughout the day and different cats purr different ways. The same cat will purr different ways to a different cat. So if another cat walks up, it'll change its purr for whatever reason. They don't know if that's communication. They are really not sure why a cat purrs other than lots of reasons, but they can't just say, oh, if your cat's purring, it's because it's scared or it's happy. could be anything. So... I don't know. Like, what would we equate that into humans? Are there noises that we make that we do when we're scared, happy, sad, anything? There have to be, right? I'm sure, but I can't think but, of but anything that's, now. That's basically what science is saying: is if we could talk to cats, maybe they could tell us why they're well, doing this on individual something. basis. Some
0: people, when they're scared, I guess, will sort of hum to themselves and be like, mm-hmm. yes, sort of soothe yes. themselves. Yes, my daughter does that when she's eating. Oh, she sure. will eat food and she's... I call her hummy when she eats because this is what I hear the entire meal when she likes what she's eating. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> All the time,
2: just humming and humming. Right. And then there are people who hum because they've got a song in their head or there's people who are yeah, like you said, passing the time or whatever, they're nervous. The final one I'll give you. Scientists have no idea why tomatoes have so many genes. The tomato, the tomato genome has been decoded. Plants geneticists from 14 different countries spent the last nine years mapping the genetic makeup of the tomato, and they found out tomatoes contain 31,760 genes. Now, you may have no context. Yeah, I I don't certainly know what didn't. that means. Is that a lot? Is that a little? Well, there are 7,000 more genes in the tomato than there are in you or me. Hmm. Tomatoes are more complex genetically than we are And scientists do not know why. They have no clue as to why a tomato that seemingly has much more information in it to make a much more complex system has resulted in a tiny red ball that hangs off of a plant and is eaten by less complex structures like you and me.
0: No idea. Maybe one day the tomatoes will have an uprising. right like we'll get together and start talking to each other telepathically or 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 what if it's
2: like uh oh if if the sun's gamma radiation changes by point zero 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 something percent the tomatoes will all start talking we don't know that movie attack of the killer Tomatoes. right it could be that maybe they were onto something back there Mm -hmm. so anyway we love science we respect science a ton it's crazy to know that science still has a lot of things we just can't explain i enjoyed that Thank you. Well, you're welcome.
0: Uh, Baker Mayfield causing drama today, or people causing drama around Baker Mayfield, and the Columbus crew with a big signing. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan
3: traffic. From the Meisters Bar Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of Route 315 southbound to 4 I-70. Traffic is stop and go in this area. This is an injury accident. Please be careful over here. A disabled vehicle on the left side of 71 northbound after Morse Road. Traffic is slow here as well. And an accident on Route 315 southbound at Ola Tenge River Road. Please use caution. Traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Raise your hand if you like burritos. Put a Taco Bell $2 beefy Mal burrito in that hand. Seasoned beef with free cheese blend. Put another beefy Mel burrito in the other hand. You're welcome. And participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time, price, and participation.
0: with arms wide open the way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care Care Heating and Cooling, call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust Simpletons, nincompoops ignoramuses
1: just a few of the many different words that you can use to describe the hosts of this show also, fat This is
0: Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. Three hours a day, every single day, we are here for you. Please do tell a friend. Baker Mayfield was pissed off today. Here's why. Oh, yeah, that's always fun. Uh, Mary Kay Cabot, a.k.a. The Cabbage. It's called Cabbage. That's what I said. Posted an article about how... You know, Baker and Kevin Stefanski need to resolve their differences soon because if not, Baker Mayfield will maneuver his way out of here via a trade. Okay. We can discuss the validity of that. and Would there be a team out there willing to trade a, a pick of any value for a $19 million Baker Mayfield? I don't know the answer, but... Baker seems to think it's a bunch of crap because here's what Baker put on social media. Clickbait. You and many other Cleveland local media continue to be drama-stirring reporters with no sources or facts. Don't put words in my mouth so you can put food on your table. I'm not your puppet. Oh, okay. All right. Then he also linked to the story, too, by the way. Which right. I-
2: he retweeted the story to give it more power. You know... Baker, again, is another guy that always says, I don't like it when people stir up drama. You don't? Because you seem to always help with that. I guess, you know what? We had about, what, eight months to a year, give or take, where Baker kind of laid off. Kept every time, his mouth shut, said time, all the right yeah, things. Yeah, if Colin Cowherd said something stupid, he just ignored it. Yeah, That kind of thing. But now it appears that we're back into... Baker's going to have the chip on his shoulder no, and no, no all the, the that part stuff. Of,
0: the part of him that learned to ignore the media is also injured. <laughs> and Apparently. hopefully he'll have surgery to repair that. And then next year he won't be as sensitive. Well,
2: all right, but let, let's just, I'm not saying that Mary Kay Cabot has it right here. She, she reported what she reported. I know a lot of people have their feelings about how she does as a reporter because of the fact that occasionally she puts out these stories with, you know, this is just a gut feeling I have where she's more or less saying as someone who covers the team, this is what I think might happen. That's different than a report saying sources have told me this is happening. Right? So I understand people who get frustrated. Baker may get frustrated with that. But again, Baker's whole point here and his problem is there's a lot of drama being stirred up by Mary Kay. And I wish she would stop and other, uh, other media people in Cleveland. I wish they would stop Baker. You could also stop stirring up the drama. You, you could, instead of tweeting like this, which, of course, this is going to lead to more back and forth stuff of, oh, yeah, well, does Mary Kay have a source? And then maybe she will. And then she'll post something else that seems to indicate maybe Baker's not telling the full story. I don't know. But what you could say if you're Baker is, hey, I respect that Mary Kay, you know, feels she has a story here. But let me tell you flat out. I have no desire to leave Cleveland. I want to be here long-term. I want to sign a long-term deal. That may not be in the cards right now, but I'm going to do everything I can this off season to show this organization my value. You, you could go that route and still say, her report is not accurate, but I'm not trying to get into a drum a drama filled back and forth. I'm just trying to set the record straight. He doesn't want to just set the record straight. He always wants
0: to engage in and continue the drama. You know what I didn't realize it. I maybe it's been like this for a long time but I'm on his his Twitter account here and the link that he has is shop.clevelandbrowns.com not not clevelandbrowns.com that is interesting It goes to the store so you can buy things I All guess right. well I mean it,
2: I just find knows, it means maybe, nothing maybe
0: he knows that's what his job is I don't is know I
2: just find that weird sell stuff by the way also again I everyone is allowed to be who they want to be right but Baker, if you're talking about drama and stirring up drama, like you're, <laughs> your wife Emily posted a photo yesterday saying, going to miss this place, about her gym. I'm sure, again, that has to do with leaving to go to their off-season home, which I'm thinking is in Texas. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But th- does that not also further drama? Is that not adding to drama? Now, I'm not saying... Your wife can't post stuff like that. It's up to you and her, and and obviously it's up to her what she wants to post. And if that's something you think hurts you professionally, you could mention it to her. But the whole point here is you're getting on to Mary Kay Cabot for saying, this is what I'm getting the sense of based on everything I'm hearing around the organization. And then you're coming out saying that's stirring up drama. But you also stir up drama constantly, and you're, you're shocked that... Someone in the news noticed it and said, hey, I wonder if this is a sign that he wants out.
0: We got word today that Baker's shoulder surgery is set for January 19th. I presume he will go have that in Texas.
2: I, yeah, right? they, I think they said who the doctor was. I, actually, I think the doctor's based out of L.A. for whatever oh, okay. it's worth. But well, whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't... stay go, Overnight stay at Colin Cowherd's
2: house? <laughs> go Go to wherever the best doctor is and get your shoulder fixed. I don't blame him for that. Not at all.
0: Uh, crew making some news today with a big signing. We talked about the possibility of this a couple days ago, and now it looks like it's come true. Yeah, Yaw Yaboa
2: coming in guy. from Vizla uh, Krakow, which is a team in Poland. And he is a 24-year-old Ghanaian player who has played for their national team a little bit. He was actually uh, initially found and signed by Manchester City. Never played They're pretty good. Never yeah, never played for Manchester City. He did play for a few French league teams over the years and kind of bounced around in Europe. Got out of that deal and then went to this team in Poland and then this year, the last actually the last 2 years, he's really come on for them and scored quite a few goals and played really well. So the crew need a winger. They need to get more production on the sidelines from some of their best well, they're players. They're paying a bunch of money for this guy, too, aren't they? Uh, yeah, it's not as much as initially thought. It seems like the transfer fee is going to be between $1.5 to $2 million, somewhere in that the range. The original
0: report was $4 million for this guy.
2: Yeah, it, that might be the total value of you know what his contract is if he signs like a three- or four-year deal and it's worth... They are paying him more than what the league max is. They are not going to call him a designated player, though, because they have some things you can do with money to make it so he's not technically a designated player. But he's more or less like a... Secret agent, designated player. Secret so agent. They're they're getting a. This is a guy they're expecting to come in, contribute, be a star, that type of thing. Let's hope he can. He's twenty four years old. He's been playing in Europe and has a lot of talent from all the highlight videos. The crew sent one out that showed a lot of his highlights. He
0: looks like he could be the guy. So let's hope so. A twelve team college football playoff is generating more chatter. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan.
3: Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle still causing slowdowns on I-71 northbound after Morse Road. Traffic is slow from Cook Road in this area. You'll also find an accident causing heavy backups on Route 315 southbound before King Avenue. It is blocking the left lane. Traffic is bumper-to-bumper from Ackerman Road. Plan about a 15- to 20-minute slowdown. This traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. If New Year's Eve is calling for more hiring, check out Indeed, the all-in-one hiring platform that makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor your first job post today after visiting Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
0: as i do the deed and the only people i trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape that's care heating and cooling call 1-800 cooling or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. when you need a company you can trust murdering brain
1: cells one show at a time
0: back to man and bone happy thursday it's would you rather thursday sending your would you rather tweets At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. I think everybody here may enjoy this, although I hate movies. Okay. I've grown to hate them. But I saw that Apple is producing a new Formula One movie. That sounds like that could be fun. And they're in exclusive negotiations to sign Brad Pitt. Okay. For this movie. Pitt? Pitt? The plot of the movie... Brad Pitt is a racer who comes out of retirement to mentor younger drivers, take his final stab at glory as the younger driver's teammate.
2: Interesting. So I'm going to guess he's paired with a precocious youngster who is very much thinks he's a hot shot, doesn't need to listen to Brad Pitt's character. I, I would
0: assume that's how it's going to go. And I also maybe saw
2: it changes over the course. Yeah, of Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm sure it does. Like, oh, I never saw it like that
2: before. Maybe there's and then a l- Brad
0: Pitt's like I never saw it like you.
2: Yeah, showed me. And then I bet I wonder if there's some kind of accident that prohibits the youngster who is turning the corner from finishing the season. And then Brad Pitt has to hop in and
0: teach with the lessons he's been teaching. Well, the other person rumored to be in this movie, I don't know if he would be the younger driver or if he would just play another role in the movie, is Lewis Hamilton. Oh, current Formula One driver. That's
2: interesting. Yeah, I'm very much into, I don't, I mean, I I really enjoy a good sports documentary. I like it more often than not. If you said watch an ESPN 30 for 30 or watch some fictionalized sports movie, that's just going to be kind of, you know, the actions not going to be the same day.
0: I'll take the documentary,
2: right? But something like this, where you just don't see a ton of movies that involve formula one that are fictionalized, I'd give it a shot once, you know? I, I much prefer the documentary stuff or even like, what was the uh, the James Hunt movie that they did about him and Nikki Lauda that was Ron Howard made oh, it a few yes, years ago? That's
0: right. I, I didn't care for that one. Right. Rush.
2: Rush. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not as big a fan of those, but I'd even usually take that over just a purely fictionalized you know, storyline. If you want to see a really bad movie, I think it's called either Driven or drive with Sylvester's, Sylvester Stallone. You remember this one, Teddy? Yeah, I saw that too, yeah. Have you ever heard of this movie? Teddy probably liked it though, right, Teddy? <laughs> it, it was it was all right. No, it, Teddy, it, it was not. that as good as a uh, Okay, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> the the I don't I, hate remember, Teddy, yeah. I don't remember the entire Teddy plot line of that movie, movie. but yes. that movie came out in like the late 90s early 2000s. Go look up the trailer for this if you've never seen it cuz it is about two indie car drivers and indie car was like, yeah let's do it we're all in you can have whoever you want we'll give you cars we'll this is they got all kinds of people involved with this thing and then it, there's a scene in this movie where they are at a dinner party all the indie car drivers and a couple of them have a rivalry and Sylvester Stallone by the way, being an indie car driver is one of the funniest plot lines ever but he and this other driver then go out into the street on New York Chicago wherever they're doing this they hop into Waiting indie cars that are apparently fired up and ready to go, and they proceed to race the indie cars through the regular streets as people are driving their cars. It is one of the dumbest action sequences I've ever seen in a movie.
0: Has anybody watched American Underdog, the Kurt Warner movie? I have not seen that. I, I would like you to let me know if you've seen it. It just it looks god awful to me. The football action looks stupid as it normally is for a movie like this. And you and I made the joke when they first announced this movie, we knew exactly what it was going to be. Just a movie of breathy, inspirational speeches targeted at someone who knows nothing about Kurt Warner.
2: Yeah. Or it's just, hey, do you like
0: motivational stories? Well, here's, this is going to make you feel good. It's just just over the top. I saw one of the clips where it's like, if I had an entire team full of Kurt Warner, (laughs) we wouldn't have any problems. We win every single game. It's like, all right, man. I yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honey, I don't know if I can keep doing this. I believe in you. Yeah, I do. You're don't, gonna
4: I, go from stock boy to Hall of Fame. I believe
2: in you. Well, you know what? Let me let me pause our usual level of cynicism to just say No. No. This is this is legitimate. If you have never heard the story of Kurt Warner, and there's a lot of people in America. That's my who problem haven't. is that this movie's not made for sports fans. Right. I'm saying if you are someone who's never even heard of this guy, you didn't you didn't you don't watch the NFL, you don't ever pay attention to the NFL, you've never even heard of Kurt Warner. This story on its own is a pretty cool story, just with the basic plot points and the knowledge of that. It's when you ask sport fan, sports fans, now go watch this and try not to remember anything you remember about all of Kurt Warner's career, which he has had plenty of highs in it, you know, had its lows too. But my point is the team full of Kurt Warner's was good in Kurt Warner's prime. Not necessarily the end of his career. Let's also not forget that like the team he went and joined was also one of the great NFL teams ever assembled. And he was really good on it. There's no doubt about that. He became an NFL hall of famer, but this story seems like it's going to be centered around, Kurt Warner is awesome and he's the only reason this team ever did what it did and no one ever could see his talent because everyone else was stupid and it's like that's not quite accurate right Kurt Warner didn't show enough early in his career to get drafted or to find a way to the NFL but he stuck with it that is kind of a cool story
0: the way they're telling it seems like it's going to be really over the top well if you've if you've seen it and it's wonderful please do let me know uh, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey was talking to our buddy, Lord of the Hillbillies, Paul Feinbaum, Paul
4: Feinbaum left
0: about uh, playoff expansion. He says, if we're going to move off the four-team format, the proposed 12-team model works well and compared to others works best. We'll see if others are prepared to act. Doesn't look like they're going to do this anytime soon. It'll probably be pushed down the road a little bit. But I do love this quote from... From Sankey to Fon, Fonbaum. he's not Fahnbaum. He's, he's not wrong. He says seventy-five percent of the time we're winning the championship under the current format. We are comfortable continuing in that mode. Well, yes, sure, yeah, I'm sure you
2: are. I buddy. mean, I know what I know what he's saying, right? But the, the call is bluff. Then that's what all that's what all these other commissioners are basically saying is, yeah, you seem very comfortable in well, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite sure Texas sure, and Oklahoma aren't comfortable in that <laughs> right? mode. Yeah, like. The only re- Then why are you pushing for a 12-team playoff? The answer is because you know you made some promises that you thought you would just be able to walk in and pull the rug out from every everybody else, and they'd go, oh, okay, whatever you want. You're the yeah, SEC. he thinks he could
0: get four or five of his teams in if there's yeah.
2: a 12-team playoff. Yeah, so obviously there's motivation for him to get to 12. The other conferences are saying, we're not in the same boat as you. We didn't make all the agreements you did. We haven't made all the promises you have. Tell us why we should make your promises come true. And and he has not
0: provided a good answer on that. No, I know, but I love how, you know, what was it, a year ago we're talking about this and all the commissioners that are talking pretty much said, yeah, it's done. We just have a couple minor details, but it'll be finished. It'll be here sooner rather than later because all of these schools were licking their wounds financially from the pandemic and they wanted to find any way to open up that television contract and get some more cash. I guess those wounds have healed pretty well.
2: Right? Because
0: they don't seem to be in a hurry anymore. Those wounds have healed,
2: but also there were other wounds that were inflicted by the SEC, right? Where the SEC then tried to cut down one of the other conferences and all the other conferences were left saying, whoa, wait, hang on a second. We didn't know we were doing all this. And so now they all feel like the SEC is trying to show them up. The SEC is trying to be the big dog on the block. And they're
0: saying, well, we we don't feel that way. We're going to try to stop you if we can. A Tennessee elected official tried to pull a referee's pants down. Tennessee State Representative Jeremy Faison apologized Tuesday, declaring he acted the fool en route to being ejected from a high school basketball game. The 45-year-old lawmaker attended a game on Tuesday between Providence Academy and Lakewood Christian Academy in Johnson City, Tennessee. Providence Academy live-streamed video of the game, which showed Faison arguing with a referee while walking on the court. He pointed at the official's face, then appeared to try and pull down the referee's pants unsuccessfully. Uh, He did apologize. He said, uh, he says, for years I thought how wrong it was when a parent loses their temper at a sporting event. It's not Christian and it's not mature and it's embarrassing to the child have always been my thoughts. Unfortunately, I acted the fool tonight and lost my temper on a ref. I was wanting him to fight me, totally lost my junk and got booted from the gym. I've never really lost my temper for all to see, but I did tonight and it was completely stupid of me. Emotions getting in the way of rational thoughts are never good. I hope to be able to find the ref and ask for his forgiveness. I was bad wrong. I was bad wrong. I was bad wrong. Okay. That's how we yeah, ended it. Yeah, I was bad wrong.
2: Number one, um, don't, if you're anybody, don't try to fight an official at any level, but certainly not on a, at a high I school do, game. I do recommend
0: pulling the the official's pants what down. Was, what, did he think he was playing
2: for the Harlem Globetrotters for a second? Like, yeah. what are you doing? Did he also have a, con, a thing of confetti that was disguised as a popcorn carton? Like, that makes no sense. I don't know... I don't know how you think, as an elected official of all things, that's going to go well for you. Don't you think someone would recognize you and go, "Wait, hang on, hang on a second, that's a senator or representative or whatever he is." I don't, I don't know how you think you get away with that. Well, what is, an idiot! This, uh,
0: this referee too is like sixty-five years old. <laughs> good luck too. That's good. Go I wanted ar- him to
2: fight me. Go argue with an elderly referee. I mean, it's I, I get it. We've been, we've all been there. If you have kids, you've watched any type of sporting event your kids have played in, you've thought. Man, this referee sucks today. I don't know. It feels like they got it in for my team, but the reality is they're just referees that are refing at a very Bone. low level, Bone. and they're not great. He lost his junk. And he is the only one I've ever met that can handle my junk. Well, then he should talk to whoever Hugh Freeze is talking about because that guy knows how to handle his junk.
0: Degenerate and T-Bone it. is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
3: Fan traffic. From the Meisters Bar Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. A disabled vehicle still causing heavy slowdowns on I-71 northbound after Morse Road. Traffic is stop and go from Hudson in this area. You'll also find Route 315 southbound before King Avenue, an accident blocking the left lane, and 670 eastbound before Cleveland Avenue, an accident on the right side. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Your local Staples has all the tools you need to start the year off strong. Right now, get 40% back and Staples Store Bonus when you buy any two ink or toner cartridges. In-store only. Offer ends in the 15th. See staplesconnect.com slash store bonus for details. Staples, the working and learning store. Only in a with fan traffic. Oh,
4: hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call one eight hundred Cooling or book an appointment online. At careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company, Beaverqueef can trust.
1: The dumb is strong with this show. You're listening to Man and Bone.
0: Would you rather is coming up at five thirty four. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone nine seven one. Be careful of the white death tonight if you're driving around. Uh, yeah. Justin Fields is starting for the Bears this weekend. Finale against the Vikings. He had been hurt. Nick Foles started, then Andy Dalton started, now it's back to Justin Fields. Presumably, I say that because I never know what the hell this organization's going to do. This is Matt Nagy's final game as head coach of the Bears. Justin Fields is probably getting ready to pop some bubbly after well, the would, game because I of think that. so, but, yeah. You know, this was, this turned out to be my nightmare scenario for Justin Fields because if you know he's he's had some flashes this year but if you go look at the numbers they are bad. Yeah. He is not he has not been good. He has been bad. We can talk about the reasons for that. Many of them are justifiable. I mean
2: some of it is on him from the standpoint that yes, he gets overrun and then he tries to make a play out of it that ends up resulting in a turnover and not just a sack or something like that. Yes,
0: but I can see a scenario now where Matt Nagy goes away New guy comes in and he's thinking, oh, I didn't draft Justin Fields. I have no loyalty to Justin Fields. Now, it's my best interest to come in here and teach him up and and hopefully he develops into a star for
2: me. But Tell you what, if your Bears want to get rid of him, I know a football team not too far away that also is on a lake
0: that could use him. What I'm saying is, I can see a scenario where he's given eight weeks of the season next year and his entire career rests in that eight weeks. I'll trade your Baker Mayfield for Justin Fields straight up. (laughs)
2: <laughs> go right ahead. Baker's got a lot of moxie. Do you not, God, do you not understand out. what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. And there that, that is. And what sucks for Justin Fields is Justin Fields didn't get the benefit of, well, this coach that drafted me really believes in me and he just was bad at it. Matt Nagy from day one was like, I don't even know if Justin Fields is going to play quarterback. I got to be honest. Andy Dalton's the guy. And then it's like, well, wait, you're, you're the one who's going to be out. And now the new guy's going to come in and say, no, I didn't draft this guy. I'm sure Justin Fields is sitting there going, wait, why Why did I get two coaches who just have nothing they want to do with me?
0: Yeah, Degenerate T-Bone, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones. Degenerate
1: T-Bone. Degenerate
3: T-Bone. T-Bone's picks for the weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Bringing care closer to you with more hospitals and care sites in more places.
2: Bone. Well, man, uh, there's a couple interesting NBA games, and then we'll get to some NFL picks for you this weekend, but... Um, The first one I'm going to go with is uh, tonight you have got the Grizzlies taking on the Detroit Pistons. I have watched these teams extensively. The Pistons are 13-point underdogs in this game. Grizzlies are playing some of the best basketball in the NBA right now. This game is in Memphis. Uh, The Grizzlies had a night off last night, so I'm going to go ahead and lay the 13-point spread and say the Grizzlies blow out the Pistons in this game. Although the Pistons have a good young core, they're just... They just don't have enough horsepower, and I think this game could get ugly quickly. Could be maybe not the same as that Oklahoma City Thunder game where the Grizzlies blew out the Thunder by an NBA record, but it could easily be a 30-plus point game. So 13 for me is not too high. I would lay the points there. The other game that's interesting in the NBA tonight, from a not like the competitive standpoint of it, the Warriors are playing the Pelicans. Warriors have one of the best records in the NBA. The Pelicans... One of the worst, although they've started to play a little bit better. But obviously they have no Zion Williamson. They are just, they're trying to figure out what they can do without him, right? Tonight, the Warriors are a one-point favorite against the Pelicans on the road. The reason for that is because Steph Curry is not expected to play in this game. So he's got a quad injury that he suffered against Dallas. Looks like it's going to keep him out of this game, too. They are on a back-to-back. So a lot of people are saying the Pelicans are going to get it done. I would say you are not very likely to ever see the Warriors with just minus one against the Pelicans. I'm going to take the Warriors to cover that and win. You get a lot more out of that if you do. And I know Steph Curry's not there. He is obviously an MVP candidate, but the rest of the Warriors team, they're pretty good too. They got a lot of scores. They're going to be all right. That's what I got to tell you. Now, on to the NFL. Titans taking on the Texans. The Titans are favored by 10. I was looking at this game and I was looking at the Colts game where they're taking on the Jags, the Colts are favored by 15.5 in that game against the Jags, whereas the Titans are only favored by 10 in this game against uh, the Texans. I know this is a division matchup. I know the Texans are a little bit better than the Jags, but I'm going to go with the smaller spread against what I think are two equally bad teams playing two really good teams. I'm going to lay the 10 points here and say the Titans get the job done there. Ravens and Steelers, my only advice on if you're betting this game... Because I, I feel really bad about even trying to bet this game. Because there's so many injuries, and there's the Big Ben last game factor, and does that motivate his team differently than otherwise? I don't know. I think that ship has sailed, man. They, they had the little swan song in Pittsburgh. I, I tend to think so, too. But all I would say is, I'll bet the Ravens. They're at home. I think they win this game. But I'm not touching point spreads. I'm just picking straight up here. Because... I, I don't, I don't want, this game is going to be weird, I feel like, in some way. So I'll just pick straight up Ravens, get it done. Last one I've got for you. Chargers taking on the Raiders. This one is for a playoff spot. This is the Sunday night game. Whoever wins gets in. I'm gonna say not only do the Chargers win on the road, I'm gonna say they cover the three points and get it done. So Chargers win.
0: Forget what I said about Justin Fields. He's tested positive, so he will not play this weekend. <laughs> Oh, for no. the bears against the vikings so oh no i'm assuming it'll be andy dalton this weekend instead well matt nagy walked over grabbed the bottle of champagne and was like yeah absolutely. i get to go with my quarterback qb one." <laughs> absolutely
2: took it out of justin field's hands
0: if you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program we got you covered with the rundown coming up common man and t-bone
3: on the fan fan traffic from the meister's bar traffic
5: center Good afternoon. Plenty of accidents on the roads right now. You'll find an accident has cleared from 670 eastbound before Cleveland Avenue, but traffic is still slow in that area. An accident causing backups on westbound 670 before I-71. You'll find a crash on Route 315 southbound before King Avenue and an accident on 71 northbound after Morse Road. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Raise your hand if you like burritos. Put a Taco Bell $2 beefy melt burrito in that hand. Seasoned beef with a three cheese blend? Put another beefy melt burrito in the other hand. You're welcome. And participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only. Price and participation vary extra on the array with fan traffic
0: All day. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I am a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance, and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company, you can trust. Alone.
1: Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common Man and T-Bone.
0: Would You Rather is coming up at 534. Send in your Would You Rather tweets. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Teddy, I have a question for you. Teddy, I have a question for you. Yes, Common uh, Man. We, uh, <laughs> we have MLB Network on in here. It is 2004, Reds against the Cardinals. This is Griffey's 500 home run game. And I'm just curious, being the big Reds fan that you are, do you look back on Ken Griffey Jr.'s tenure with your team and have pleasant memories? Or do you look back and say, man, why didn't we get that Seattle Mariners Ken Griffey Jr. playing on my team? Yeah, that's how I
6: look at it. Right. I mean, he because, because he was injured when he came here for the most part. I mean, the seasons he was here when he was healthy, he was fantastic, but we didn't have enough of him, and, yeah, that guy in Seattle was
0: pretty good. Pretty Best good. player I've ever seen play live. Yeah? In his prime, Ken Griffey Jr. Wow. Yeah, as far as, as, far as baseball goes, that'd be pretty tough to top, I would think. Well, I mean, with, and he was a completely different player when he was with the Seattle Mariners. And oh, he was he was the greatest player
2: I've ever seen. Right. Because I mean, obviously people know about his home runs, but for, for the younger people in our audience who didn't get to watch him day in, day out, like his defensive prowess. That was everything, man. The way he could just I mean, it like the the that video of everyone's probably seen the one of him running up on the or uh, not not running up the wall, multiple times catching the, you know, ball on the track or at the wall, over the wall, all that stuff. But remember that highlight of him and Ken Griffey senior out in the outfield and seniors trying to gather under the ball and like trying to make a catch and Griffey just nonchalantly runs under it. Like someone flipped him everything, a little baseball from five yes. feet away and he makes an effortless catch everything and laughs so at his dad
0: easy to him. I remember that the rumor was, I don't think he ever officially came out and said it, but the rumor was that he would get pissed off every single time. Jim Edmonds was like number one on sports centers, top 10 <laughs> catches because he would just say to him, because Jim Edmonds would make these fantastic yes, looking yes, catches, yes. right? In between roid needles. And Ken Griffey Jr. would get so upset, saying, I made that catch five times last week, but I didn't make it look like that because I know how to catch.
2: Well, because he knew how to take the right path to the ball. Exactly. He didn't, yeah, it, it. it's the really great players make the excellent look effortless. And that's what he was one of the best at we've ever seen.
0: I just wonder, because, you know, so much time has passed now. Ken Griffey Jr. is long since retired, and I wonder if, you know, you look back at that time and say, yeah, you know, that was that was fun to have Ken Griffey Jr., or you look back at that time and say, man, what if, what if we had that Seattle guy on our team? Oh. And I'm sure Ken Griffey Jr. wonders that too.
2: Yeah, I, I think as much as, and not just with Ken Griffey Jr., with a lot of players who end up being disappointments when they sign big contracts, you know, pool holes with the Angels, those kind of things. You know, I I would guess that a lot of those players don't necessarily want their career to go that way. It just works out that way, you know, with injuries or age or whatever it is. But but none nobody wants to see that happen, right?
0: These guys that end up being disappointments do not want to be. Just the way it goes. And Teddy, the Reds tenure for Ken Griffey Jr. ended when he was traded to the White Sox. That's right, the Chicago White Sox. Mm, You did uh, really well
6: with those former Reds on your team.
0: Ooh, Adam Dunn. (laughs) Yeah, he did a good job. Uh, Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud and wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba were both named to the AP's all-bowl team. I must admit, I forgot such a thing existed, but they've been
2: named to it. Well, I was going to say, if you're going to have such a thing as the all-bowl team, I would hope you're going to put the guy who threw for over 500 yards and the guy who caught over 300 yards... On the bowl team. And no wide receiver has ever had
0: more yards in a bowl game ever? (laughs) I would think those are the no-brainer picks for that thing. Yes. Uh, Rundown. Let's do it. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 man. That's a couple days here where you've done that this week. Suck at it. Let's try it. Take two. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Antonio Brown says his reaction on Sunday was a result of a cover-up by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He, uh... He said they they knew he was too hurt to play and said, if you're not going to go out there and play, then get the hell out of there. That's what he claims Bruce Arians said to him. Look, man, I I don't know how the Tampa Bay Buccaneers run their business. Bruce Arians may be a terrible guy behind the scenes. I have no idea. But I also don't believe anything Antonio Brown says. He has a long history of being a cheat and being a liar. And I think the emotions got the better of him, and he just... He was he was upset at his touches. He was upset that they wouldn't guarantee his two million dollars worth of incentives, because that was the other story that came out today, is that he wanted that stuff fully guaranteed. The team said no. Yeah, I I, I think there is there there's
2: obviously a chance that Antonio Brown is is saying everything that happened accurately. Yes, there is yeah. a chance. What is the what is the reason that anyone would believe him over Bruce Arians at this point in their respective careers? I mean, I I don't understand why you would believe A.B. And we, we've talked about this many a time. We will say it again. This is a guy who needs to get some serious help. He has to want to do that first and foremost. If you want to blame Tampa or anyone else for his problems, here's where I would hear you out. Is if you're saying places like Tampa and coaches like Bruce Arians and teammates like Tom Brady... They were all about enabling this guy who has some serious mental health issues. Yeah, you're right. They were enabling him when he benefited them. But the second he got too much to bear, they cut him loose and said, nope, sorry, you're not part of this. We don't need you. And I'm not saying they should have left him on the team. Far from it. What I'm saying is when you enable someone who has a problem and then suddenly you're like, I can't believe he got so out of hand. That's wow. It's too bad for him. Good luck. Like that, that to me seems a little crappy. So, if you want to go there, I'm willing to hear that. But as far as that situation that happened over the weekend, a lot of that is on
0: Antonio Brown, and a lot of that is on him needing to get some help. Well, you know, maybe this is all about touches, and maybe it's all about the $2 million he's not going to get. But there is also a chance that this is his truth. I'm not saying it's the truth, but he may believe that's what happened on Sunday. Yeah, he may, he may misunderstand it. Well, maybe he may misunderstand, misunderstand it, perceive it or
2: you the, perceive
0: the situation the dude, that way. he has yeah. got problems. I mean, the reality is I'm sure his ankle did hurt, I guess. And maybe Bruce Arians did say, get out of here. Maybe he thought, oh, well, you're kicking me off the team. I'm going to throw my pads off and run around. Maybe in his brain, that's what he thought What was going on. It's highly unlikely that Bruce Arians said, get out of here. You're not on the team anymore. But it's also weird if his ankle hurt. That's the route he decided to take on Sunday because normally what happens is you're either in the medical tent if you're hurt on the sideline getting attention or you're in the locker room getting attention. You're not just standing there or sitting there sulking saying I'm not going in the game. Well, can, can this also let's just make this plausible scenario. Tell me you tell me if this is plausible or not because he
2: says Antonio Brown says before the game his ankle really hurt and he told the trainers and they said okay, well, we can give you a painkilling injection. And then he says, now, later I found out this painkilling injection has some problems. Well, well, yeah, welcome to the NFL. Well, wh- I mean, What did you think it was? I know. Licked I, on I by kittens? Well, I'm saying that is something that has been done throughout his career. He's a veteran. He should be aware of what is given to players. But fine, he doesn't like what they gave him. Whatever. That's a different thing. But let me ask you if this is a plausible scenario. He wants a bonus check. He wants to hit these goals. The trainers come to him and say, hey, man, your ankle's hurting so bad. I don't know if you should play on it. And he says, I've got to hit my contract incentives. I want to play. Give me whatever you need to give me to help this pain. And they said, okay. And then they do. He goes out. He's ineffective. He's not getting looked at because he's not open. He gets mad because he's not getting the ball. He thinks he's suffering through pain to do this, and no one cares. Bruce Arians comes over and says, why aren't you going into the game here? And he says, cause my ankle hurts. And he's like, we told you that before the game, your ankle hurt. What you said you wanted to play. And he says, well, I can't play now. I'm hurt. And he says, fine. If you can't, if you're hurt, go in the locker room. And can't we see how both sides would feel like I'm kind of getting the short end here? I think the problem is with AB, he's just not attached to reality at sometimes. You know, like you've got to acknowledge that the reason to go out there and play on a bum ankle can't be because of your contract. You've made lots of money in your career. You should not have to go do that. If you're not healthy enough to play, don't go play. But I'm tending to think th- that version of some version of that is how this all went down. And then he went nuclear and took his uniform off and ran off the field in a very distinct way from just heading back to the locker room, which happens dozens of times in an NFL game.
0: Baker Mayfield today was having none of Mary Kay Cabbage. She covers the Browns for the Plain dealer. Uh, She wrote a piece about how Baker and Kevin Stefanski have to get over their differences because they need to coexist next season, and if they can't get over their differences in the offseason, perhaps Baker manufactures a trade. Baker responded on social media by saying, clickbait, you and many other Cleveland local media continue to be drama-stirring reporters with no sources or facts, don't put words in my mouth so you can put food on your table, I'm not your puppet. Nowhere in there did he say,
2: this is untrue. <laughs> he said it's clickbait, which so is a true story, right? I mean, true stories can be clickbait. And then he went on to say,
0: don't put words in my mouth. It doesn't mean you don't think that. You're just saying you didn't say that. I love how ba- Baker is back to responding to everything written about him now. It was a good year that he didn't do that, but now he's back. Yeah. Well, look, if, if Baker is a guy who loves drama
2: but claims he doesn't. And then when the drama hits and it happens... And by the way, let's be real clear about the Cleveland media for a second. Because he said they, they love to stir the pot in Cleveland. The media up there does like to do that. It is kind of toxic. There are a lot of people that work in that media up there in Cleveland. And I don't mean just reporters. I mean in the radio hosts and all that stuff. There are a lot of people up there that enjoy the drama and enjoy all this stuff. And they look for things. And they love to bring it up and constantly harp on it. It's a very... Exhausting place to listen to the radio In my honest opinion But that is the situation He's in Now if you want to encourage that Keep on giving them nuggets and drama If you don't Then shoot this report down instantly And say there's no truth to that I don't want to trade I don't know what she's talking about I respect her as a journalist though Anyway, y'all have a good off season I'm going to get surgery And I can't wait to be back in
0: Cleveland next year His surgery is scheduled for January 19th crew make their big signing official today.
2: Yeah, they brought in Yah ja Yeboah from uh, Polish side, Wisla Krakow. All right. I had heard a few weeks ago that they were scouting in Poland, and I was very interested to find out who that was. And looks like now we know. Uh, there was a couple of other teams in Mexican soccer, MLS, that were looking at this guy too, but the crew signed him. He's a 24-year-old attacking winger, going to play on the outside. And he hails from Ghana. You have a couple other Ghanaians on the roster, so Jonathan Mensa being one of them. Surely they probably helped vouch for you know some of his credibility. But you watch the highlights; he's got a lot of talent. We have seen. A lot, I, I will tell you, as a longstanding Crew fan, I have seen plenty of highlight reel videos that get me super excited in January and February. And then I watch the player during the season and go, "Huh, we never really saw it. I wonder what happened." I'm not saying that's going to happen with him. I think this is a good signing by the crew from everything I've seen, but I want to be real clear and tell you, if you think I have watched one full 90-minute Wisla Krakow game, you are sadly mistaken. I have
0: not.
1: Common Man and T-Bones, the rundown. The rundown. Well, that
0: disappoints me. I got to tell you,
1: what a Sorry, lazy I wasn't broadcaster I wasn't, you are! I wasn't
0: doing my homework. What a lazy broadcaster! I watch three or four other you know leagues in Europe, but I don't watch Poland that much. You know, Bone, the Manning Cast is a thing. We can debate how successful it's it's been, and we'll talk more about that coming up next. But it's been such a thing that ESPN is thinking about doing it again with a different sport in a mm. different star. That can only go well. Will dis- It will not go well. I'll <laughs> tell you what. I'm rooting for it, though. Sure. Just for the train wreck value. Mm-hmm. We'll discuss coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
3: Fan traffic. From the Meisters Bar Traffic Center.
5: Good evening. Watch out for a serious accident still blocking the left lane of Route 315 southbound before King Avenue. Traffic is stop and go from Ackerman Road in this area. You'll also find a disabled vehicle on 71 northbound after Morse Road. Traffic is bumper to bumper here as well. Please use caution. Police are on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Raise your hand if you like burritos. Put a Taco Bell $2 beefy melt burrito in that hand. Season B for the three cheese blend. Put another beefy melt burrito in the other hand. You're welcome. At participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only price and participation vary. Tax extra. On Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
4: and sweaty. Don't be like Quad and Beaver queef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaver queef can trust.
1: The radio home of inside jokes that may or may not become stickers for your car. This
0: is Common Man and T-Bone. We were talking about Ken Griffey Jr. last segment because MLB Network is showing the game in 2004 where he hit home run number 500. And he wound up hitting 630 home runs. His tenure with the Reds was inconsistent. Injury riddled, disappointing for Reds fans. Disappointing for him, I'm sure too. But just to show you, if you haven't really, you know, taken a dive into these numbers, the splits, right, between his career in Seattle and his career in Cincinnati, his career in Seattle, he had five seasons where he finished top five in the MVP, including winning the MVP in 1997. What was his best MVP finish? With the Cincinnati Reds? Uh, I'm going to say 12th. 24th. 24th. That was back in 2005. He only had one season with the Reds where he drove in more than 100 runs, and that was his first year in town. Everything after that was downhill. The first year, I remember that. The first year was the year 2000. And everybody looked at it and said, well, you know, it was the first year. Maybe he was a little nervous, trying to live up to the big contract, going to the Reds, being the hometown boy, all of that stuff. Next year is going to be different. Little do they know, it would never get better than that first year. So sad,
2: right? I mean, I'm not a Reds fan, but... It's sad for Reds fans. Well, no, but... not it's... sad for
0: Ken Griffey Jr., I guess. Well...
2: <laughs> No, but don't you think he wanted it to yes, work out better, right, too? I mean, right, I, right. I know what you mean. The money is the money, and he made plenty He's of it. still in Cooperstown. Yeah, and yeah. One and of that the all-time greats. Yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm sure he probably would have liked to, all things considered, be able to, not that he can't go back to Cincinnati, obviously he can, but to go back to Cincinnati and be hailed as like, and then he came here, and you thought he was good before, you should have seen what he did in Cincinnati. You know, like, yeah. that's probably what he wishes would have happened, or at least I would have if I were him. But maybe not. Maybe it doesn't bug him at all. But it's just that's that's kind of sad to think about because you know the talent was there. Obviously, no one doubts that.
0: Uh, Manningcast. Manning cast this past Monday failed to generate buzz, generating only 1.48 million viewers. There were that was the eighth highest rated Manning cast this year. They had uh, weeks where they flirted with two million. I don't know if they surpassed two million. Did they? I don't remember if they did. But the number was around there and. You know, people are speculating now. Is the bloom off the rose of the Manning Cast? I don't. You and I were discussing this yesterday. I think there is still a place for the Manning Cast. I think it's still an interesting concept. The problem that they've sort of run into of they as they've gone along here is they're more interested talking to the whatever guest they have on, yes, as opposed to just watching the game with said guest and bsing about what they're watching.
2: Right. I, I feel like the Manning cast is at its best when two, the two of them are usually, the three of them, the two Mannings and whoever they have on, are watching the game and in real time saying, okay, hey, that was a nice seven-yard out route there. Well, you know, when you played quarterback Drew Brees, that was that was the type of pass you wanted to make every down if you could. And, oh, yeah, if we could get that every down, we'd love that. All right, let's see what they're doing here. I think they're going run. What do you think, Drew? You know, that that kind of conversation is what I like is a little more you're, you're chatting, you're having fun, but you're still watching a game. And you're commenting on the game. ESPN has this bad problem that I really don't understand when it started, but it definitely has happened in other sports where they will do a game broadcast and then spend a lot of time, not talking about the actual game. They do it in college basketball all the time with Dick Vitale. They do it with Bill Walton where they, there's a game happening, you're tasked with calling it, and instead they're like, "Well, let's talk about other college basketball things, or the NBA, or the Grateful Dead, or whatever you want to talk about." Like they'll they'll just go into some other thing, and it's like, meanwhile, there is a sporting event on. Now, you and I like to derail quite a bit from sports content, yeah, but we're right? also but, not broadcasting a game, right? I mean, I think there is a difference between doing a sports show where you're chatting about lots of things as opposed to the game itself where we're all trying to watch and figure out what's going on. I mean, you've we've watched it as Buckeye fans. Well, they'll go on like a 10-point spurt, and it barely gets even spurt. mentioned because they're in the midst of talking about some, you know, that dude they had on a couple weeks ago was talking about a snake.
0: Dude, here's, here's what it is. You know, when you're not in this business, you think that everybody who's in the radio business, the TV business, they know what they're talking about. They don't. Idiots run these places idiots have run this place for a long time mm-hmm. thankfully most of those idiots have gone away but you've got a bunch of suits sitting in a corner office saying hey you know our most successful show in terms of ratings and advertisers are all our opinion shows so why don't we throw some of that content in the actual game what do you think about that and that's and they got a bunch of yes of course it's stupid of course it's stupid the reality
2: is the sports content that you're doing at night, it pays for itself because, yes, you may have some games that turn out to be bad. And, and by the way, if we're in the you know fourth quarter of a college football game, that's a 30 point blowout. I do not look at that the same way as I do, you know, 10 minutes into a college basketball game. It's a two point game and teams are trading buckets. And then you just start going off about some rando thing for five minutes. That is different. But you're right. They've looked at uh, people
0: like our opinion shows. They like our personalities. Let's bring the personalities into sports. So now ESPN is considering an A-Rod version of the Manning cast for Sunday Night Baseball next season. Oh, boy. All right, look. (laughs) A-Rod's not my favorite guy in the world. But when he first started his broadcasting career with Fox and he was doing studio stuff and desk stuff, I was pleasantly surprised when I watched him. I I enjoyed what he brought to the table. As a broadcaster, I thought he was fun and insightful. And then he started doing games, right? Because, look, when you're sitting at the desk, you can prepare your comments. You know where you're going. Other guys on that desk are getting asked the same question. When you're up in that booth reacting in real time, you're sort of flying without a net. And then we heard the A-Rod that, I guess the true A-Rod that came out, which is, yeah, it's a really tough lead because it's an even number. What the hell does that mean, you idiot? From a pure entertainment value standpoint, I would love to see A Rod watching a game, trying to interview someone, flying without a net for an entire baseball game. Oh, yeah. I would love to see it. From an ESPN standpoint, it will be a complete and total disaster if they give A Rod that gig.
2: Well, in. And- <laughs> There's something else too, where in a football game, at least, there's something guaranteed as far as a there is a play occurring where a ball is being snapped and a bunch of guys are going to collide into each other roughly every forty seconds. Right? In baseball, you could have multiple pitches in a row where a pitcher is just trying to get a pitch over, but it's not really. Yeah, happening. where nothing really is happening, and it's not like it's. I'm saying it's something is happening. But it's not the same level of action as, you know, a base hit, a home run, a strikeout, anything like that. So he's going to have to, and we've seen it with baseball broadcasters all throughout history. You have to be really good at holding a conversation when you're a solo broadcaster doing a baseball game. I don't know how he's going to do nine innings. Even with a couple people around him.
0: And you know what? Their Sunday night baseball broadcast is pretty much Manning cast anyway. Yeah. That's my problem with ESPN is that you turn on Sunday Night Baseball, it's not about the game on the field. They got, you know, guys mic'd up and it's circus performers in the outfield juggling fire. It's never about the game on the field. Maybe no. I'm exaggerating that last point. Well, you know, I
2: know what you mean, though, and I, I don't understand why they think this one thing kind of. And, and by the way, Manny Cast doesn't work when they do what they were doing this past week. It works when they have a really good guest and they're just talking about the game. Yeah, maybe mo- no
0: more. You know Snoop Dogs and well, or you know what Condoleez- Condoleezza Rice's and stuff you, like that. If
2: you want to have Snoop Dogg on, just stay focused on the game. And then if there is a break where they have a timeout, say, hey, by the way, Snoop Dogg, what's going on with you? Or you know, what's your what's the latest project you're working on? I get all that. You got to do some plugs, but during the game, they were literally like, "What do they need to do here?" And he said, "Well, we got to run the ball more." And it's like, "Well, they're on defense right now," and. Th- the Browns were moving the football a little bit and no no commentary was happening about that at that moment. It just, it didn't fit well.
0: Uh, Would You Rather is coming up next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
3: From the Meisters Bar
5: Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on 270 eastbound after Cleveland Avenue. Traffic is stop and go from I-71 in this area. Plan on some heavy backups. And a disabled vehicle also causing delays on 71 northbound after Morse Road. It is taking quite some time to get this clear. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Hudson. This traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Need new hires in the new year? You need Indeed to help find you find your next hire. When you sponsor a post, you get a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com/credit. I'm in Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic
0: common man here for care heating and cooling i'm a big fan of preventative maintenance something will eventually go wrong and if you're not prepared it is sure to cost you money that's why i want you to sign up for a care plan my guys at care make sure your heater and ac are running in tip-top shape taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues surprises suck be prepared with a care plan care heating and cooling call 1-800 cooling or book an appointment online at care heating and when you need a company you can trust
1: would you rather with common man and t-bone
0: the best would you rather this week according to us it's a 50 dollars gift card to pecan pennies pecan pennies and the walrus are the or i'm sorry are thanking firefighters nurses teachers or anyone with a badge show your badge any badge to receive an employee discount are you ready yeah i'm ready uh tom says my guys shopping time Common man, would you rather have to sleep in the same room as Jim Harbaugh on army cots for one month and he gets to wake you up slash be your alarm clock or not be allowed to have fast food for one month? Mm. As much as I love fast food, I think I'll give my waistline a break, give that up for one month just so I don't have to sleep in the same room on army cots There you go. with Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Uh Nick says, Would you rather have Ryan Day take the Bears job and Fickle goes to OSU or Harbaugh take the Bears job and Fickle goes to Michigan? Oh well, I mean I'm not a Bears fan, but yeah, I would much
2: rather have I don't I don't well that means though we get Ryan Day if Harbaugh takes the Bears job. Yeah. yeah.
0: That that shouldn't affect you. As a matter of fact, that's probably what you're rooting for, just because I'd be so damn miserable. I'm saying
2: right. I would really want Ryan Day to stay here.
5: So,
0: yeah, I would take whatever scenario that is. Uh, Muggsy's Leaper Mm. says, my guys. Buy me some penis. Yes, buy me some penis indeed. (laughs) Muggsy's Leaper says, this is a special one for Common Man. Would you rather have Matt Nagy or Jim Harbaugh coach the Bears for the rest of your life? Interesting. That is a pickle, isn't it? not the way the pickle squirted uh, the rest of my life i mean i guess i'll go with matt Nagy. i'm so uncomfortable who's, saying who's it. who's more likely to burn
2: out and want to retire early though couldn't you see harbaugh getting fed up with the media like obviously matt Nagy's no fan of the chicago media but harbaugh strikes me as someone who if it got going rough after a couple years he would say why am i doing this i don't need to i'll leave
0: zola the polo says my guys it's the- would you rather tap dance in an occupied Ebola ward of a hospital for 15 minutes unmasked or run across six crocodiles James Bond style? Oh. Well, the crocodile is going to get me.
2: Yeah. you. All could... right. That's guaranteed. Boy, but if you take a whiff of Ebola... That's but it there's, for you. There's
0: treat, why is that it for me? There's treatments it, for Ebola. I, is there? Well, yes. I didn't know. Yeah, come on. I'll take I Ebola. I Ebola
2: was like, you get that and it's just over for Bozo. I don't, I
0: know that I don't was think it. so. Okay. I'm so glad that you've adopted this. It makes me so happy. Uh, Paul says, my guys.
6: Uh, uh, uh.
0: Common Man, would you rather host one pizza night for Rimmer and three of his friends or have a weekly segment with Florio? Did I miss Guys,
2: Did I miss the pizza night thing? Was that a or I don't just, know. okay I didn't know I don't there think was something?
0: So. Okay, so you're just saying have pizza with Rimmer and three of his friends. I think you're Rimmer annoys me. <laughs> but he's still my friend. Yeah. I think you underestimate how much I hate Mike Florio. It was we've we've never done that prior like we've
2: never had a segment where we said, That's a good idea, let's do it. And then two weeks in we said, It wasn't, never two, mind. It wasn't
0: two weeks. We lasted a good month. Okay, it was was a month. month. All right, fine. It was a month.
2: Whatever the case, usually we would say, well, we, we don't enjoy doing this, but we'll make it work for the audience for another couple months, and then we'll never do it again.
0: Nope. That was a quick plug pull on that one. Jeremy says, would you rather have to watch any two episodes of Scrubs every day forever or watch, in your opinion, the worst Wings episode every day forever. Worst Wings every day. Worst Wings episode worst is better Wings than the best every Scrubs day. Episode every
2: day. But you've only watched like a few episodes from one season. I don't of Scrubs. care. Worst okay. Wings. Kim right. says, "My
0: guys." <laughs> Would you rather eat raw slash uncooked bloomin' onion or Jim Harbaugh's hat? Well, one of
2: one of those is technically still food, so. I mean, I don't want to eat necessarily an onion just raw, but is it going to be covered in some some breading at least? I mean, that might it make it raw, a little easier. Well, they said uncooked, but raw, but
0: still a blooming onion, so it's got to have some seasoning on uh, it. Common Man's Pizzeria says... Happy New Year, my guys. You're going to see Graham,
6: Cox. I mean, they're all just going to be like, Hey, I got him. No, I got him. I want that sack.
0: Would you rather know the result of every game you watch before it starts or everything you eat tastes exactly the same? I actually would love to know the result of every game oh, before I watch it. Are So you kidding? sign me up for that. I would love to know that, too, because I would be making quite a
2: killing in the old gambling side of things. But let me ask you this. If everything you ate tasted exactly the same... You'd probably be able to get to whatever weight you consider ideal, right? Because at some point, it would cease to be about the taste, and it would just be like, yeah, "All right, can I
0: tell you something, man?
2: I got I to eat something, so I'll eat some celery or Eating and tasting food
0: is really my own, my only reason for living at this point. You take that away from <laughs> me, what do I have? Adley Carnes says, this one's for common man. Would you rather go on a road trip with your wife, having to use the bathroom every 15 minutes, as you may already know, or share a bed with T-Bone for a week? I'll share, I'll share a bed with you talking king size talking yeah I don't care you that's go, fine I'll Tlan? lay on top of you in a twin twin? I don't care twin? Uh, corn cracking Jimmy says my guys that was all about Cox Fletcher Cox you have the ability to make anyone's genitalia burn with the white hot intensity of a thousand suns with just a thought or would you rather have the ability to make any food appear in front of you with the snap of a finger Oh, that is tough. That's a really good one. You know I love food, and you know I love (laughs) vengeance. Those are two
2: things I love. I mean, the one person from this week that came to mind who I really want to make their genitalia burn, I instantly thought, well, it probably already does. So, I'm just... I'll go with the ability to make food snap. All right, I instant. guess I'll
3: do that
0: too. I right, pick a, pick a winner.
2: I'm going to go with that one. That was a great. That one made us think quite a bit. So, Corn Crack, and
0: Jimmy, Corn, congratulations. Corn Crackin' Jimmy gets a $50 gift card to pecan pennies. This one's for Teddy today. Song of the day is My Hero from The Foo Fighters 1998 from the 1997 album The Color and the Shape. The song reached number six on the U.S. Alternative chart. The album it came from was the second Foo Fighters album, but the first with musicians other than Dave Grohl. It is the best-selling Foo Fighters studio album of all time. And it has a sports connection. Did you know that? No. This song was also used as the theme song for the Major League Baseball playoffs on ESPN in the year 2000. Very cool. I did not know that. Yes, I was. I was very excited about it because that year, my Chicago White Sox were playing the Seattle Mariners. This song was playing, and they got swept out. <laughs>
2: so now
0: this song but is. I it still ever like the song. You. All right. Teddy is a big Foo Fighters fan. It's his favorite band, other than <laughs> Notley you. Crew. Yeah.
6: Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So, Next week, we hear from the crew.
0: Song of the day. Yes, but it's the Columbus Crew. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the yes. song of the day, my hero, Foo Fighters 1998. Just one last thing on the Foo Fighters. Yes. I was
2: listening to Dave Grohl give an interview recently where he was talking about they're asking like, what do you, you know? When you sit down to write your lyrics, you know, what are you thinking? What what, what gets you in the right space? What do you? How do you figure out what you want to say? And he's like, "Let me tell you something right now. First, like four albums we wrote, I didn't say anything. I don't even know what I wrote. I don't care. It was just all to get through the song. He didn't. It, none of it So if you if you take some of these
0: words and enjoy them, great. Well, people have been trying to assign this song to Kurt Cobain for his for, no, for the song's he, entire existence, has, and it's not about that. He has said.
2: He only recently, in his, this was his own words, he said, maybe in the last couple years, I wrote a few things where I said, yeah, that's what I wanted to get out there, and that was a message, and I'm trying to say something. Everything else was just, I'm writing a song, here's
0: the theme of the song, enjoy. Back page is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
5: From the Meisters Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident causing heavy backups on 71 Northbound before 11th Avenue. Traffic is bumper to bumper from 670 in this area. About a 15-minute slowdown and another 15-minute slowdown on 71 Northbound after Morse Road. A disabled vehicle causing heavy backups. Police remain on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Raise your hand if you like burritos. Put a Taco Bell $2 beefy mal burrito in that hand. Season B for the three-cheese blend. Put another beefy mal burrito in the other hand. You're welcome. At participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only. Price and participation vary. Tax extra. El the NRA with Van traffic.
0: Buckeye basketball coverage coming up at the top of the hour. Buckeyes playing the Hoosiers tonight. Mm. Timmy Hall is joining us. He will host fan warm-up. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone man. Happy I thought we day. were going to have a hmm? fight in here during the break. Oh yeah. So, yeah, Yeah, I you, shamed Panama Ted. Well, I don't you, know what you, I was you, thinking. You came in here, and you know a pet peeve of everybody on this show <laughs> is when we head into one of the commodes, into one of the restrooms... And whoever previously did not use it did not flush their piss. Now, does this even need to qualify as a pet peeve? Well, Is apparently some people don't us? care. They just walk right out and leave the, the pee right in the toilet.
6: Like, we have to expect people to flush the toilet now. We do. And you I said mean, you walked on. into
0: the bathroom, and there was a toilet full of pee. Toilet full of pee. And I said, you know, there's not a lot of people in here today. Who do you think did it? And you said Panama Ted. I had my own in my mouth the other day. <laughs> <laughs> that was recorded Timmy. that took me by surprise
2: so i've I, I, I never seen ted so mad I wanna, I wanna ted was ready out, to fight you so so mike mike did not play that sound that was ted no, playing ted that, sound that sound after timmy <laughs> called well him done. out so well don't, done, don't ted. mess with the producer Teddy, of a show cowboys all right i
0: want you to put it on the record ted did you pee in the toilet and fail to flush
6: that is incorrect. I always do it, even on days when the automatic flush is not working like today for some reason. So you have to push the little button. Right, so I did that. Right. That's that why tells I said it. Me. That Ted tells would me never
0: be so careless. He's being honest. You think I'm a stickler for the rules? Ted is a stri- stickler for the I, rules.
6: I appreciate that. That was out of bounds. And it's been in like an hour and a half since I've been out there. So oh. I'm sure somebody's been in there in the meantime. So, Imagine if so. that was marinating
2: for an hour and a half. Stench. <laughs> but it wasn't. Oh, I remember one of our former coworkers telling us that he didn't. He thought up until he was, I think, an adult or at least very old as a teenager, that the phrase "if it's yellow, let it mellow" was a actual like real thing that you have to do, like <laughs> let it sit there for a while. Yeah, he thought that was like an actual rule that you had to abide by, and uh, no, it is not. <laughs> All if right, so the, pro- the problem is though it hasn't just been pee. Left in the
6: toilet. I, I, oh, well, I had a deuce a little,
2: last week. It's disgusting. Let's man.
6: eliminate Ted What's from the conversation because I don't think it's Ted. I had to do the same thing that Tim did earlier today. Actually, so, so. there's oh.
0: another phantom pisser. This is unbelievable. Yeah. So I did what have
6: is to going, do. What hang on, is hang going on?
2: on. I I just want to point out. Is it you, Bone? No, because are you're being very quiet. No, here. I well I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> yeah. Kind of hard to get a word in with you two all yelling about all your right. okay. urine. But go ahead. Go ahead. When I went, I did go once during the show, and I went to the one by the stairs, not around by the edit bay, which is where you went, right? Correct. Okay, so I went by the stairs. That's and where that I went. One, okay, well, that's I flushed that one. I had to push manually. To you flush. manually pushed. Yes, I manually pushed because right, I remember always getting the.
0: Whenever I do it, I have to like look away because I don't want to get a <laughs> splashback.
2: I know I gotta, you know,
0: protect from that. I did not pee in that one, and you know I always check. Because I'm the police of such things. So who could it be? I don't know. The TV but, guys aren't here today. Uh, l- Normally look. I would just throw the TV guys under the bus and that's the end of it. If the people that
6: work in our area listen to the show, you need to really listen and take it to heart. It's awkward and it's disgusting. How
2: can it be done? I bet well, you it's Marco. I think, can think tell it's you, Marco. Hang on. I can tell you how it happens once. Right. Okay. Maybe, maybe yeah. someone. This is, is an epidemic, No, No, though. no, I'm saying an, this is a piss pandemic that's going on <laughs> in our offices. I could see someone who's got a lot on their mind, or they're coming out of a meeting and they're like, "Oh, I got to get send that email," and they just one time forget, or they think. It probably flushed, and I forgot to even listen for it. I could see that happening to someone once, but you're right. It has r- just suddenly been an epidemic around
0: here yeah. where it's happening I two think or three I've times a day. It. I've cracked it. Marco. Uh, what, did, what did he give us all for Christmas? Uh, nice booze. Some kind of nice alcohol, yeah. bottle of limoncello. That's what you got. Ooh, limoncello. What, what color Hello. is limoncello? Mm-hmm. Yellow. Well, that's what you got. The color of piss. <laughs> he's sending us. He's sending us a message. I'll never be able to drink lemoncello again. Thank you for did that. Did you not get lemoncello? It was
2: no, just got, me. No, he got. He got personalized gifts. Oh, of I thought he alcohol. gave everybody lemoncello. No, no, he got you no. lemoncello. Oh, right, okay, I got right. a. I got a nice weeded bourbon, which I appreciate. Locally sourced. I did as well. That's very good. Okay, yeah, I, so got I think the it's limoncello. just. I think it was tailored to what he thought your taste wow, would be. Must right. be nice to get the limoncello oh, I
0: I would much prefer the bourbon but Limoncello is also very good. All right. Buckeye basketball tonight against the Hoosiers. Timmy, will get you ready. Top of the hour right here on the fan. Back page.
1: The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone.
3: Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING.
2: Bone. Well, man, Chrysler making a big announcement that all of their vehicles will be going all electric by the year 2028. They are the latest automaker to make that announcement. They said they will launch the first electric vehicle in their company by 2025 so that's quite a timeline right first one's going to be 2025 and then all All of them 2028 28 yeah they don't Uh, have a single electric yet i don't think a fully a full electric as of right now obviously fiat chrysler is a much larger company globally so that is a, a pretty impactful statement but anyway they're also saying some of many of these cars will be ai enabled there will be a vehicle system that is powered by a battery that can travel between 350 to 400 miles i would presume that will change by 2028 because i would hope the technology gets a lot better than that by then then also kfc has announced they're adding a plant-based fried chicken to their menu nationwide starting on monday january 10th is the launch date they say this will be offered as a combo meal or a la carte in six or 12 piece orders Plant-based chicken won't be prepared in a vegan vegetarian manner because uh, all right, there's going to be non-vegan vegetarian products surrounding it, <laughs>
0: like you know all all Touching these other it. things well, that are yeah, there. But if you're going to do that, wouldn't you have a little separate area though to make that? Maybe they will eventually, so that the vegans and the vegetarians can enjoy the taste of KFC.
2: They say beyond fried chicken will be offered in more than four thousand KFC outlets for a limited time. So if we ever start that restaurant, we can add vegan fried chicken or whatever non-meat fried chicken to uh to our list when
0: that goes away to limited time we did do a little uh experiment at the house with regular chicken nuggets and impossible nuggets how'd that go i'll share that with you tomorrow it's what we call a radio tease oh look at you how about that and if by the way if you listen specifically for that tomorrow what the hell's the matter with you (laughs) you are crazy
6: (laughs) i'm looking i'm here for the nugget talk I'm here for the the pee pee and nugget talk. Here's how it's going to we're going to
2: guaranteed forget about it. We're going to get like two angry emails. Like, why I waited all day. What's
0: wrong with you guys? Just remind me tomorrow. Nuggets. Okay. Buckeye basketball's next. We'll see you tomorrow. Common man and T Bone on the fan.
3: Fan traffic from the Meisters Bar
5: Traffic Center. Good evening. Heavy slowdowns to watch out for right now. 71 Northbound to 411th Avenue. Still watching an accident clearing from the roadway. Traffic is still stop and go from 670 in this area. You'll find an accident has cleared from Route 315 Southbound to 4 King Avenue, but traffic is still stop and go from lane as it recovers. Please be very careful on the roads right now, guys. This traffic report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. Get your biggest refund guaranteed. Jackson Hewitt Tax Pros will help find thousands worth of new tax credits so you can get every dollar you deserve. So why wait? Schedule an appointment with one of their tax pros and learn more at jacksonhewitt.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic.
0: Next common man here for care heating and cooling i'm a big fan of preventative maintenance something will eventually go wrong and if you're not prepared it is sure to cost you money that's why i want you to sign up for a care plan my guys at care make sure your heater and ac are running in tip-top shape taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues surprises suck be prepared with a care plan care heating and cooling call 1-800 cooling or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com and cooling.com. when you need a company you can trust From the Lindsay Honda Studios.
3: Honda makes the cars, Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com.
0: WBNSFM
1: HD One Columbus, the
0: fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again, but we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1 800 Cooling when you need a company you can trust.
1: One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean bald? Bald bald bald. Here's man and bone.
0: I want to point something out. All right. I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called amateur picia I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. And I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because
2: we were watching last night.
0: I had the NBA games on
2: and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. Richard Jefferson. Uh, Maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcasts. whatever. And. So Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, "You're I I too shave, like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on should. it. Like, no, I'm
0: not going to do you that. Need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I, can't be totally bald. You look like a Klan member. Thanks. thanks you would you would look like a total I mean, clan member if you were
2: totally bald i would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on like that makes you yeah but don't you just stop what am i now? supposed to do i'm bald like i just you have
0: that look to you a fat white guy who's bald No, Is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off i'm just <laughs> saying that that's not something you could pull <laughs> off i don't think
2: no i have like shaved it all the way down it's too much maintenance that's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah. To get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah. like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. to shave it back down. But the the
0: cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole other level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like oh he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying... I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do something right. like that. I know, I've know i known the, you for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm
2: glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Oh, I just it's feel, fine now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make you look sure. like
0: every other fat soccer-loving yes. guy good. right I now. Don't, I don't want to
2: give off any vibes that are not accurate. So, good. All right.
0: <laughs>